Alright, I can't believe I'm going to share this story publicly with you guys. It happened yesterday, but it's, it's one of those stories that's so stupid, embarrassing, and hilarious at the same time. I think it'd be a crime to keep to myself, so... I'm just gonna go ahead and share it here. So I, yesterday I had a couple of Mountain Dews in my belly, and you know what happens <laughs> if you have a few cans of Mountain Dew? I had to go to the restroom. But go in the restroom, lift up the seat, about to take care of business. When down in the water, there is a mosquito looking me dead in the eye. At least I hope it was looking me in the eye. And I'm like, all right, I have two options here. Well, I probably had a lot more than two options, but I thought to myself, you know what? 38 years on this world practicing my aim, destroying urinal cakes across this country. My mm-hmm, life yep. has led up to this moment. That mosquito is about to learn a valuable lesson about Mike, a.k.a. Cheese Pops. And so I let it fly. <laughs> oh, God. And I miss by a good... It, it was a wide mark. I'm still in the bowl at this point, but I miss. <laughs> and I'm thinking worst case scenario, the mosquito flies out. That was not the worst case scenario. The mosquito flies right towards me and not towards oh, my no. face, towards a very sensitive area of my body. <laughs> oh, man. And I let out a high pitched squeal. Things start going all over the place, and you can't just stop on a dime because that hurts. And yeah. long story short, I, I had a mess I had to clean up for 20 minutes. The mosquito got away. It was in the bathroom until my wife finally took care of it. But the bathroom is clean now. And I thought, that is the stupidest thing I have done in a long time, in 38 years on this planet. And I don't know why I shared it publicly. And here we are. But man, that was, uh, that was bad decision making. So if you guys are in that situation moving forward, just learn from my example. Don't have overconfidence going in there and kind of maybe just flush the toilet and take care of it that way. When you said it got away, I like the implication that there was some sort of like continued fight while all that was happening. <laughs> I just like trying to get it out of air while it. it's happening. Well, he said 20 minutes of cleanup, so I imagine there probably was. So I did some cleanup. just mocking him. I got more toilet paper. I tried to get it on the wall and it got away and it ended up hiding from me. And then I just, you know what? That mosquito won the day. It won the day and I had to just, you know, Tuck the tail between my legs and and retreat at that point in time. You got to know when you lost the battle. Fair. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I uh, told you I'm sorry. <laughs> I said in advance this is not a good story. <laughs> this was a terrible story to share. <laughs> but it needed to be done. It needed. I, I, it's a good tone setter is what that is. It really, welcome setter. to the. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Mighty Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the latest episode of, are you guys ready for this? We're, we're going to try to say this together. You guys ready? It's the name of the podcast. It's uh, it's why I'm here. It's why you're here. It's the only podcast doing video games these days. There it is. There it is. Woo! We're the only podcast on the internet doing video games it's about time someone's doing it and it's us i am your host david uh, also known as poncho taco on twitch.tv uh, happy to have everybody listening the, the people who've joined us live today uh the people who are listening at home listening on their commute listening on their jog their workouts whatever they're doing uh 
Happy to have you listening here today. Uh, today's date of recording is September 9th of 2023. It's about 3.54 p.m. Eastern, and this is episode 13. We just had our one-year uh, episode last month, Crazy. which was an absolute awesome episode. Uh, awesome, awesome one. Uh, Pops took over for a for an episode as the host, as something kind of unique and fun. Uh, and it, it, you know, what? it was kind of ni- it was kind of nice not being the host for for an episode. So uh, it's it's always kind of interesting to have to re to direct the podcast, direct people to you know, okay, we got we got to keep moving here, we got to keep moving. It's always interesting to do that. <laughs> uh, but it was kind of nice. Uh, so anyway, I'm your host, David here. Uh, happy to have everybody here, and I'm also joined by some awesome people here. I'll go around the room here. Uh, Ashley, you've come and you've joined us once again. How you doing? I'm doing Welcome good, in. David. Great to see you, my friend. We, we, we got to ask the question, what's it like in Florida? What's it like in Florida it right is, now? It is currently storming outside. It looks, it's, uh, what is it, 3.55 p.m. And it looks like 9 p.m. It is just so dark and stormy. So today, I don't think anyone would be really? envious of where I am at. It is muggy. It is hot. Um, but it's still good to be a Florida girl. Hmm. It's it's actually really nice here uh, in Michigan today. It's it's overcast, uh, sixty seven and a little windy. This is like perfect. <sighs> this is like perfect for me. It's it's actually a little little chilly out. That, that, that that's my preference. I'm so jealous. <laughs> uh, it's actually perfect here right now. Sounds nice. Uh, Ashley, great to have you here again uh, on the podcast here. Uh, Mike, we got you here also. How's it going, David? I'm excited to be here. I'm pretty sure I saw a mosquito flying behind you on your camera. Just just a heads up. <laughs> there, uh, there's actually there is actually a gnat in here. Okay? I could see it. It Bugging blew in me. on this side of your screen. And I'm like, <laughs> you can actually just, see it. That's why I taught you that lesson I taught you earlier. So you you in, would approach it with a different mindset and game plan. I hope your aim is better. My, <laughs> in my nice my nice bedroom in here, right? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> But yeah, always. I, I have to do I have to do this overlay. Otherwise, it's just a blank wall with a coffee maker right there. <laughs> that, that's, that's all it is. <laughs> always so, fun to the, be here and talk nonsense. And I'm super pumped. Our guest today is an absolute legend. I yeah. am super excited to pick his brain, hear his story and, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully redeem myself from that story. Because like I'm already like this low on their list of people right now. Like, we got to work our way back up. Nowhere to go but oh, up. <laughs> hopefully, we'll only, we can only go up, and hopefully, that's the direction we're going here. <laughs> uh, Mike, great to have you on here once again. Uh, and we are also joined by uh, our, our, I don't remember what number guest, the 10th guest, maybe 11th guest now. I don't know. I, sh- I should actually count these things out before an episode. Uh, but our, our latest guest, uh, Mr. Mighty Mouse. Yay of twitch.tv welcome in howdy 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 how's it going just it's going over great here chilling on the weekend it's nice thanks for being here sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's just nice to talk to people <laughs> yeah it is it's, it, it's it's nice to get on a on a platform and, and just chat with people you don't normally chat with uh and just have a good time that's that's what we're here about that's what we're here about if you think oh, about no. it, when we're streaming, we really are just talking to ourselves the whole time. Oh yeah, I mean sometimes essence, sometimes yeah. that's better than talking to chat, but <laughs> it depends, depends on the stream day, to be honest. Especially if Ashley's in your chat, then it's just you know you don't want to be talking to that chat. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Last episode, we we voted Ashley off the island. Now we don't even want to talk to her. That's messed up. (laughs) You are like the most ignored person as soon as you say hi. Is it a meme at this point? Is that like part of the tradition now? If Ashley says hi, there's always like three people like, hey, Punch, Punch, did you see Ashley said hi? You won't say a word. (laughs) Stone cold. But founder, you're, you're, you're the one. You're the one they make an example of. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's, you got, sometimes that, that's a meme that's been around for quite you a while. Got to pick now. a chatter out and make an example of. Them. It happens it's, all the time. The amount of bits that man has made from people in his chat, having the TTS say hi, Ashley, for him, he's never going to say hi to me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. It's 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 too self-taught now. It's, it's been monetized. Yeah. Next level marketing. I like it. Over. I like it. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I was uh, a couple weeks ago. I was watching a movie that is it's got to be one of the all time greatest movies. Uh, fantastic. My, my daughter had never seen it. She's three years old and uh, she she. I think she's still too young for it because there, there, there's quite a bit of dialogue in it and stuff like that. But one of the greatest movies of all time, Muppets Treasure Island. Oh, great one! Of one of the greats. Best one of the greats. Best Muppets you, movie. Best Muppets wait, movie. You have not seen you. You have not seen this, Mike. I have not, Dude, but uh, I have Disney Plus. It sounds like what? I have a date. It is legitimately one of the funniest movies. Like it still stands Holds today. Up, for one of sure. the funniest movies. It is so good. You got Tim Curry in it yeah. as as uh, John Silver. Uh, you have all, of course, all the Muppet crew in there and everything. Oh, it's so good. One of Tim it's Curry's so best good. performances, if we're being honest. Yeah, yeah. really good. All right. You sold me immediately because Pirates and Muppets was already a win. Throwing Tim Curry in that mix, you got yourself. <laughs> what, my favorite Muppet. Is that what is it? It's a little shrimp dude. I don't even know his name, but he's always hanging out with Gonzo. I was gonna say Gonzo, but that's not. uh, Well, no, is it the Gonzo has the rat, right? He has the rat. Has the rat, but there's also like there's a shrimp dude, and I just watched recently like the Muppets Halloween special last Halloween, and that's why I know, and he is just hilarious. I'll have to look up his name, but like my Muppet knowledge is very low, but I was just (laughs) he he had me laughing on the floor as an adult which is hard to do so i'll have to i, I had to look that one up it's pepe the king prawn yes that's the king that prawn, right. by okay, the way. i do recognize wow. that now yes not yeah. just regular prawn king oh, prawn. i love pepe <laughs> he, he cracks me up him and gonzo <laughs> working together so they're just they're they're a pair that just constant menaces that's just my favorite Ooh. muppet lore that canonically um gonzo is actually an alien <laughs> right yes He's like nothing else canonically like he was not born here he came from outer space and is an alien <laughs> right that, that's uh M- muppets from space his yes. family finally shows up they they conduct a rock concert and then just leave <laughs> <laughs> they leave him here yeah they yep. it's, his new, it's his new home now i mean it makes sense uh, have you true. spent five minutes with gonzo i mean i'd leave him too that's <laughs> <laughs> mean you know what F- funny enough muppets muppets treasure island still like I still have references to it today. Like, so for my day job, I work in IT. Uh, and whenever I have to create like a test user or something like that, when we're, we're doing testing with, with someone, I got to create a test user account. I always create an account called Billy Bones. <laughs> uh, and, that, and that's directly from Muppets Treasure Island. Uh, wow. Billy Bones. And it, it, it's because <laughs> of that. And every testing user I make, it's Billy Bones. 
More. <laughs> Where and then we do rank... all of our testing with that account. Where would you rank Muppet Treasure Island in all-time favorite pirate movies? Is it better than Goonies? Is it better than the first Pirates of the Caribbean, which is an awesome movie? I guess Goonies is a pirate movie. I was about to call shenanigans, and then I was like, nah, that counts. There's a big pirate ship and everything. (laughs) One-eyed Willie. I'm stretching it, though, but they have the treasure map. It's, It's pirate movie adjacent. There's not one single living pirate unless you count... Chunk and uh, was it Slaw? Slaw? How do you say Listen, his name? Listen, if if they were on a pirate ship with pirate treasure, pirate movie, pirate and movie, that's just a fair right. analysis. Yeah. It's a stretch. I mean, the, well, the, the whole point of the movie, movie is them looking of... for it, right? Like mm-hmm. they're yeah, looking yeah. for pirate treasure the whole movie. I think it to counts save, to save the family's that's house from being like strip mined for a mall or something by the the jerks. Yeah. Love that movie. So old, good. old movie plots went a little off the rails sometimes. sometimes. Right? <laughs> yeah. I uh yeah, I, I I the only I can't really think of any other pirate movies I've seen besides like Pirates of the Caribbean, I guess. What about Hook? Hook? Uh no, Hook. Hook. Yeah, I did I did forget about Hook. One of my yeah. favorites. Hook, Hook, Hook is might good. be Hook might be it. Hook I think Hook That's a tough one. Hook individually, like the sum of its parts is not as good as all of the individual moments in that movie. Because I can remember, looky, looky, I got hooky, not so yes. fat to me. Like, every line in that movie, you know, Rufio, you, you can quote fly, Rufio you can weekly on stream. You I know. Weekly. And yet, I don't know the plot <laughs> of that movie at all. I have no idea, but I know every individual line, because, like, me and my brothers would just quote it all the time, being jerks to each other. And it's just, I, I like the movie, but I love the one-liner. It's like... Dense with one-liners. Mm-hmm. What about I'm, me? What about Smee? <laughs> I'm a big fan that this just turned into what is Tim Curry's best pirate movie? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Tim he's, Curry was in Hook? Yeah. I think he's Captain Hook, right? No, that's uh, that that Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Oh no, I'm thinking I'm thinking an actual series of like there's a TV oh, series. Oh, that's right, that's the right. TV series, oh, okay. yes. Yeah. The only other the only other pirate thing I've seen is what was that show? Black Sails. That 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 that, that was as a pirate show. Um, that, that's about like the build up to Treasure Island. I think if I if I remember right, I think it's about the build up, like three seasons of, of story before Treasure Island takes place or something. <laughs> that's the only other thing I can think of that I've seen with pirates in it. What uh, do you think? And yeah, do you think pirates are coming back or vampires? What do you think's first? Because like Twilight and Pirates of the Caribbean kind of ran their course, but everything's pirates. cyclical. They're going to come back. It's oh, got to yeah. be vampires, right? I hope so. Well, Castlevania's is, coming in at Netflix. Yeah, the first two, like, yeah, it's going to be but, different well, it's but, but One Piece is coming in on Netflix, too. And that's Ooh. all about pirates. <laughs> I don't know. They, they're getting multiple pirate and vampire stuff. Could be either. Yeah. Pirate Vampires, the crossover. Yep. You heard it here first. That's uh, it's coming out in two years. Say vampires. Is that is that wow. what we're calling vampires? The, the, the pirate like, vampires. Right there in front it's, of it's us. a cinematic universe. That's what they have oh. to be now. They're all cinematic universes. Mm. I don't like this. I don't like. I don't like this. <laughs> this podcast is off the rails. Right. Sorry. <laughs> what happened here? I love it. Oh man, man! You know what's really cool? I, with I, I don't, I don't like this. I, I, I don't like this. <laughs> we've, we've, uh, we've unknowingly spoke some evil into the world, right? The right. idea of a cinematic universe for that—we don't, we don't need that. I still say the only sword 
Or the coolest sword in fiction history is the golden sword in Hook. It looks so oh. cool. And I, I want the Underrated. Master Soul Sword to get upgraded to gold at some point in time, and they never do it. They had the Gilded Sword for a second in Majora's Mask, mm-hmm. and it looked kind of cool. But a gold sword is, like, the coolest thing. And I don't know if that's because I saw Hook as a kid and always thought, like, that's that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Because gold's pretty soft for a metal, right? Terrible yeah. sword. Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a reason yep. they, they don't make it into swords very often. <laughs> but, but in fiction, the gold sword has to be the coolest. I could, I could see that. See that. I'm still partial to Sting. I don't know. I... I... I, I think Sting is a cool. It's it's more of a dagger, but listen in the, hand, like in no, the hands of a hobbit, Sting is Sting is a regular sword. That's okay. true. I don't know that's what that true. is. It's I have no idea. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, I just, you guys, you guys have never uh, seen Lord of the Rings. No, have you? <laughs> I watched all three like a month ago. We watched them all in one day. Yeah, it's it what Sting much. is. It's the sword they give to Frodo that like glows when orcs oh, are nearby. That's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I do know what That's Sting cool is. That's a cool sword. Yeah. A- Ashley, has no Jesus, Ashley has no idea. I'm just smiling and nodding over here. <laughs> smile and just wave, no Rudy Smile and wave. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Well, we've already gone in two different terrible directions. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's try to let's try to hone this this. The ship in a little bit. This this pirate ship in. Okay, this I'm, vampire I'm done. All right, ship. Let, let, let's go ahead and hone this in a little bit here. Uh, yeah, again, welcome everybody coming into the podcast here. Uh, we are joined, of course, by Mr. Mighty Mouse, and we're excited to talk to Mr. Mighty Mouse about what he does on Twitch, uh, what he's been doing, what he, how long he's been there, and everything. So I guess we we can probably just go ahead and jump right into that, uh, Mr. Mighty Mouse. Uh, Twitch streamer, Twitch partner also. Yep. I've uh, been streaming for five years now. Wow. Doesn't feel five like that years. long, but then all of a sudden time stops existing and it's suddenly five years. So yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. a little weird. I, uh, I mostly play like majority of what I play is really hard SMW Kaizo, which uh-huh. is really easy to explain to people who already know it and really hard to explain to people who have no idea because they're like, play a 30 year old children's game but like <laughs> custom hard levels is that like maker yes like, sort of but also no not at all yeah they're they're very hard i mean at this point there's like a thousand plus kaizo hacks it's it's That's a pretty crazy. ridiculous scene like it's just it's it's gotten cranked up to 11 for sure which is a little a little wild but that's most of what and then when and I need to and relax, and they're still from pumping. That, yeah. They're still pumping out hacks too. Oh, oh yeah, it's not like it's, every it's day. Stop. Like this stop. this year alone, there's been some bangers that have come out. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the hack I'm playing right now, the guy had been working on it for twelve years. Twelve years. What? Or like a free to play fan mod of a game. Like, and you just say those words out loud, and it it seems ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's also just the absolute hardest uh, ROM game that's ever been made. I was about and to say, it, we're, we're, we're 11 of those years, him just trying to beat it. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's it, it's kind of wild because so many of the levels in it seem like they'd be really cool custom stuff if released today. But he started making them 12 years ago. It's like, that's that's ridiculous. But that's what I'm going to be playing for the next like 
I'm going to estimate three to four months <laughs> that one game. Wow. Yeah. Which is it, it, ridiculous. Yeah. It, if our listeners know what we're talking about, there, there's a infamous hack now, or pretty yeah. infamous now on SMW called Hacker's Dreams. Yeah. Uh, who who is the author of it? What what was his name? Uh, so on it goes by on SMW Central, it's anonymous bloodlust. We just like in casually call him anon, and then on Twitch, it's like high with like thirty two underscores. <laughs> that is an approximation, <laughs> and that is very much on purpose. And then uh, everywhere else, it's shell jump because he's making like an indie game too. Like an actual indie game that's going to be like listed in the Steam store and stuff, which is also wow. pretty hard. That's cool, though. That's cool, though. Like, I've I've seen some of Hacker's Dreams. Like, I, I've seen like uh, I was watching a streamer play it for a while, uh, probably like three, four hundred hours or something like that to complete the 12, 12 levels. Right. Is, yeah, that, is, is it just 12, 12 exits? Ridiculous. Just 12 exits. Uh, and, uh, I didn't see the actual finale, but I went back and watched like, like a YouTube video of it and like, just looking at the last level, like it, it doesn't even make sense. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's sure playing it probably for like 200 hours. Maybe it, it makes sense. But like as someone who's just, who's just casually watched it and then tuned in for the final episode, it, it's, it's, it's insane. No, like, and I'll tell I don't you this, how, like, anybody can do those reads. It's not just insane for casual viewers. I've been playing Kaizo games for like five years. I don't know how many hours I have in SMW. It's like five or 6,000. And like, there's so many parts of that game where I was watching and I'm like, you just don't understand why it's hard until you play. Like you can't, Mm -hmm. no matter how good you are, it doesn't matter (laughs) until you're just playing it. And it's like hitting you in the face with how incredibly hard it is. Wow. That was ridiculous. When did this happen? How you're like watching. Go ahead, Ashley. No, you're, I think, at exit six out of 12 right now, if I'm not mistaken. You have seven. what? I you're at seven now. Night, oh, so awesome. you cleared half. Okay. Yeah. And Over halfway. It's a kind of unbalanced. It's fun. <laughs> but you're at what? I think you were, you, last time I looked, you were creeping at 130 hours. 126 hours, 29 minutes, and nine seconds. Wow. I know that because this live split never closes. <laughs> it's been open on my desktop for like, a month or two. Wow. <laughs> it's just better. It's just easier than having to reset it. I just leave that paused. Right. It's nice. It was, wow. It was fun watching you play. And as you said, like people don't know how difficult it is. You know, check out, check out his stream because he explains where if he gets to a sticking point in the level, he's like, here's where I'm struggling. Here's why this is tough. Here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try this now. Like he walks you through mm-hmm. the difficulty and it's super fun to hear as someone like I play a lot of Mario Maker and it's a lot of maximum minimum jumps. And so a lot of the difficulties taken away compared to ROM hacks. But in ROM hacks, you get those controlled jumps everywhere. And it's so hard because looking at it, it's like a jump's a jump, but it's not. And then watching you explain it as you're doing it is so much fun. Well, yeah, I, tr- I try to. And sometimes it's hard, but it's also just like as a com- constant conversation topic. So it's like you almost kind of have to. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. even people who like all they watch is Kaizo games, like they won't know what's happening or they won't because it's just like you can't pick that up Vi- like visually just watching. It's silly is like the best way to describe it. But like I've had multiple people ask, they're like, good luck with that crazy hack. I would never play it because even in the SMW Kaizo world, 
where like other streamers who have been playing Kaizo for many years are like not scared of it, but they're like, I don't want to play that. And for mm-hmm. me personally, it's like once you get really good at something, there's an expectation to be and to be right. like fast and in a timely manner. Like once you get good at Mario Maker and you're playing levels that you know you should beat, there's suddenly this expectation and this pressure to beat it and it's you put it on yourself and stuff. And you don't necessarily have that. Like Ashley, you just played surfing. And you weren't yeah. like you weren't like ticked off at yourself when you couldn't beat it in a night because you knew it was gonna be hard level and that's like the expectations you have built up. And you kind of lose that once you get really good at something. You get like frustrated when you can't do the like the things that you've just been doing this whole time. And like this hack like kind of reverts me back to before that, which is like, it's just a nice feeling that to just go into something and there's no expectations to just like crush it or be good. It's like when I finish it, I finish it. I don't have an estimated time window to beat it. When we're done, we're done. That makes it so much more relaxing and nice than like crazy pressure filled that other hacks are, which so it's, it's a really it's a really nice thing. It's just uh, it's also nice to not have to pick a new hack to play every single day for months. Right. Because that's, that's true. what I was that's doing true. before is I would finish a hack and I'd finish a hack or two in a day and then go pick new ones and then go pick new ones. And it's like that alone wore me down way more than yeah. any of the games actually do. Like the constantly having to find new content game wise every single day is oh it just grinds you down oh, would, pe- would people ask why I play Mario Maker 2 instead of ROM hacks I'm like I, because I I'm it. lazy because I'm endless, I just endless content baby endless content right. I'll take it yeah no like, preparation so needed nice. just go live and yep it's all there I mean I, I played me what to play. when, when yes. Maker 1 was first out I was doing viewer levels and I did viewer levels for like 3 or 4 months when Maker 2 came out like I did an okay amount of Maker it's just mm-hmm. that Maker 2 kind of died on the vine if we're all being honest <laughs> they stopped doing updates and they stopped just so I was like I'm gonna go over here and play some SMW instead I'm gonna be good <laughs> It's always good people, to have people, that option people keep, on the back. Burner. People actually yeah. keep making things for this. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But that was yeah, the weirdest I mean, content. So good. The, the weirdest press conference ever. It's like, and we are going to announce we're never updating this game again. Just say nothing. Like, you don't have yeah. to announce that. It's like coming out and be like, we are never updating F Zero on the GameCube again. It's like, oh, well, okay, think, that's fine. I think the best just part kick is while, like, kick you while you're down. Yeah. As, as of filming this, there's like a new Nintendo Direct was just announced. And of course, we always get to deal with the chorus of Mario Maker 3, let's go. It's like, okay, guys, calm it down a little. I, I mean, I'm sure we'll, dis- we'll discuss, but like, you know, there was the yeah. rumors now going around about a Switch 2 uh, about to be released. There was a conference where it was supposedly talked about. You know the Mario community is all going to speculate if we're going to get a Mario oh, Maker 3. Is 100%. it going to be there with release and all of that? So, I mean, it's exciting to it's exciting to think about for sure. But there, there, mm-hmm. the thing is that with SMW and with Mario Maker, there really is still a lot of content being made. There's, I see oh, like yeah. viewer levels popping off in Maker and you see new ha- ROM hacks being worked on every day and stuff coming out every month. So it's, 
it's nice like to see the blending of the two communities that's been happening you know like they were so separate before and now i really feel like especially in the maker community i see so many people including myself trying rom hacks for the first time and it's so different everyone always talks about oh the physics are so different but you don't know until you actually touch the game you know it's literally a completely different beast and everyone was like oh shell jumps on in mario maker they're so hard and it's just you know if i can do a shell jump in smw anybody can so it's it's definitely cool to see the the two communities coming together yeah there's a there's a ton more going on and there's a ton more overlap Although there always kind of was overlap. Like if you look into who's making hacks, like True. 90% of them came from Maker. Like they started as Maker creators. So yep. that's just that's just kind of how it goes. I think like I think it's just like uh it's easier to solidify that you created something in SMW mm -hmm. versus Mario Maker. Because like one day Mario Maker is gonna turn off and all of all the work that's on there is gone. Never accessible again. Uh, you can't I mean, if you downloaded some worlds or whatever, yeah, you, you would be able to play them then maybe. Uh, but like SM, you know, as long as SMW Central's there, if that ever goes away, I'm sure somebody's going to archive it and post it somewhere else. But your work is going to be permanent somewhere else. So, I mean, you have that whole element of, you know, permanentness to whatever you made. You know, it's never going away. And I think that's also why a lot of creators probably have gone over in that direction also is just because, like, you know, you're going to make something. And it's going to be there forever. Uh, you know, tons of people can play it at any point. Uh, and it, it's just there. It's it's not going away one day that, you know, Nintendo will shut down these services. I I mean, they still have Mario Maker 1 up. I, so I don't know when. May, maybe they'll never actually shut these things well, down. Yeah, I don't know. Mario Maker 1 is still up. You can't upload from Maker 1 anymore. True. No, you can I only download uh, or play Endless and, or whatever. But, and to your yeah. point, yeah, I was watching somebody play a hack from 2008 today. So they're 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 gonna stick around yeah yeah wow this is like it's kind of silly do you remember the first hack you played i do it's quickie one i had i had a i had a escalation of hacks that i don't necessarily recommend everyone because mine's interesting i always wanted to do like all right what's the next hardest thing in my skill level what's the next at least for like the first 10, 20 hacks. That was like always my mindset. And it's kind of interesting. There's so many more beginner friendly hacks now for people mm -hmm. getting in. But I also think that kind of leads to people like not pushing themselves to those like hard hacks either, like right away. Because mm -hmm. I did Quickie One and then I did Dram and then I did Grandpa World One. The Grandpa World <laughs> One was like my third hack ever. And I just like kept wanting to like push it up a notch mm -hmm. whereas now there's like eight million beginner hacks and there's eight million like easier intermediate hacks and it's just we just have so many options which is mm -hmm. good and like it can be a double-edged sword as far as like the player base goes but it's yeah quickie one quickie one was my first it's one that's actually why i started streaming was because i was just playing quickie one over and over again and then I was like, you know, if I ever want to submit a time, I need a capture card or something to actually capture this. And I was like, you know, as long as I'm getting a capture card, I might as well get the rest of the streaming stuff so we can like you get, get the camera, so we can stream. Get the microphone, yeah. yeah. And then I was like, yeah. OK. And then that's why I started streaming because I wanted to eventually submit a quickie one time and I wouldn't be able to do that without a capture. Wow. So your right. your first intention was speed running SMW ROM hacks. Yeah, I just I just kept playing it over and over. 
Yeah. I think that's prior a huge to that difference. though, I was making Maker One levels, and that's like what got me into a bunch of people's community. Was Maker One, so which is so much better than Maker Two. Just really there's is. so many things that are there's funny so much and more personality. And of course, I didn't oh. stream then. I want big wiggly Mario. I want stupid <laughs> costumes. Hundred Man is so much better than Endless because there's an actual goal. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. but but that's the one thing you said. Speed running. I think being in the more of like the maker side of things. Like we don't have that. We have individual yeah. world records on levels. There's no one has speed run a world as far as I'm like aware of. That's become. Po- I'm sure people have, but it's not become a popular no. thing. At the, all. The, the closest thing y'all have had. And I don't know why, but I was invited to it like a while ago was the GSA like Maker League. Do you any of y'all remember that? No. So it's like the GSA is like a speedrunning association. I don't remember. And they did like a Maker League where they were like randomly pulling levels that you would like race through. And like we all kind of did it because it was like, this seems kind of cool. And then halfway through, we're like. This isn't the best format for the like this game isn't made for speedrunning. Even at GDQ they don't yeah. they don't speedrun it. They're like here's random levels, try to beat yeah. it as fast as possible because it's not it's not yeah, necessarily they do the it's, Yeah, it's not it's not really speedrunner friendly, I guess. Just, the worlds could be, but still at the same time just a different type of same. content, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a different vibe, it's a different feel and like that's the one thing that when I first got into streaming and YouTube and all of the stuff, like watching this stuff, it was from uh, speed runs of ROM hacks and stuff like that and seeing GDQ runs of those. And then I was the going to say the, the, Dram, the Dram GDQ run. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's where like 80% of this community got in. Right. Either that and or the very first Kaizo run at GDQ. It just blew my mind to see stuff like that. I'm like, I got it. I got to get involved in this speedrunning thing. Played Castlevania for two days. I'm like, I'm never speedrunning again. I hate it. I flipped so many tables. Level three is a jerk. See, that's why I, kn- that's why I know you actually know what it's like to be a speedrunner. Because we all say that about our games. Why do we play this terrible game? Oh, it's, all it's right, so we'll much- start the run over. <laughs> do it again. Yep, run it back. Oh. It is cool that yeah. the Bond speedrunners have, though, because, like, I was in the Castlevania speedrunner community for one day, and, like, three people reached out to try mm-hmm. to help me, and they're, like, ranked one, three, and five, and I'm <laughs> like, this is incredible, and, like, the Mario community's the same, like, I've seen you and Ashley stream helping her out, like, the friendliness in the ROM hack scene of just people being so excited to have someone fresh come in and try to join like, there's not a lot of games out there. Like, I've gone online and been yelled at for even trying to play the game, and it's the was, exact opposite. I was going to say, all the other major games, like, you go play Minecraft, and then all you have is randos coming in being like, you know, you could build this instead. Noob. Thank you. <laughs> That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> thank, you I'm for doing your, thank you for your contribution to the stream. You want to 1v1 me in my server, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that... That reminded the pops that just reminded me. I was, I was playing Ge- GeoGuessr on stream. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> which, which I do on Sundays. <laughs> we play GeoGuessr with chat. Everybody works along with us. And uh, one day I'm playing, and, and this first time chatter comes in. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people listening are gonna know what I'm talking about. But they're they're just like one v one me, so I can embarrass you in front of your chat. And I'm like. <laughs> 
This is this is I don't even this is geo I don't even take this seriously. Sure. We're like only half playing the game and it's talking. GeoGuessr. Like, okay. It's GeoGuessr. I guess we can one v one. I don't know how you serious. do that. They take it serious. Oh my god. Yeah, I hate I, to I hate to see that I've actually seen that before. <laughs> I've actually seen that before. Almost good as the troll level that was submitted to you, where at the end of the troll yeah. level, the guy's like, all right, now you have to invite me because this is a co-op troll level. And I, yep. that's still to the day the happiest I've ever been not to be the streamer. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> that was the worst. Oh, man. The only time I've ever seen level. you mad yeah. ever since I've known you was that day. <laughs> so much time was wasted there. Wow. It's, so much time. I have yeah, to say, like... Definition of a maker stream. Yep. With with me, yeah. like, I've streamed makers so, so long, and... I, I'm only I'm, I'm on my third ROM hack now, which is Quickie One, which is which was Mr. Mighty Mouse's first ROM hack, and that's how I met you. Like all these, all I'll stream, you know, and and people know I'm new, and they they look on SMW and they see somebody they've never seen before, and they'll pop in the stream, and they're so helpful. Like it's everybody is so kind, and people are like, "Do you want help? Do you want a hint? Hey, there's tech here. I don't think you know." And those, you know, I don't feel pressured when it takes me a few hours to be to level, you know, because people stay and they hang out and they're there for the grind and they know you're new. And it kind of makes the W at the end, like so much bigger, you know, like there's, of course, if somebody like amazing beats a ROM hack level, like Barb plays a ROM hack and beats a level in 20 minutes, it's like, yay, Barb beat a level, amazing, you know, but (laughs) Ashley Florida's on her yep. third ROM hack and it took her four and a half hours to beat Sarfing Castle and everyone and I never saw my chat ever go faster in my entire life than when I beat that level. It was huge. So it's it's really nice. Like, you know, and you were saying, uh, Mr. Mighty Mouse, that a lot of uh maker people kind of especially makers of, of levels have kind of gone into the SMW community. They're doing lunar magic. They're making ROM hacks. And for me, I my dream ROM hack, uh, I think everyone's got one where like that there's a ROM hack that they want to beat one day. Mine right now is uh, Chicanery, uh, made by legendary Mario Maker creator Bufflin. Uh, and, you know, he he went from legend and maker to he his for a first hack. Wow. It just looks super sick, but super hard, too. So what's um. Is any what what's you guys is like dream rom hack that you guys would want to beat one day? I mean, I'm playing Hacker's Dreams, so I'm about to uh, say is it Hacker's Dreams? I was gonna dreams. say probably Hacker's <laughs> and, Dreams for you. <laughs> and and real talk, I I might have played more hard hacks than like anybody else I can think of in the community at this point, mm-hmm. just because I'm dumb and like. <laughs> I've played like any other thing that people might consider like a top five hack. It's like, I've played all of those. So that, but I was talking about that earlier where it's like, I didn't have a dream hack. So I was just pulling stuff from SMW central, like hoping cool things would fall in my lap over and over again every day. So I'm like, yeah, it's kind of hackers dreams. And it's, it's interesting because one other person that I, I mean, three people have beaten it, but one person's beaten it recently. And it's like one of those things when a massive project gets done and afterwards you don't know what to do and there's just like an empty spot in where you were supposed to be doing things. I fully expect the same thing to be happening to me when it's like when it's like 400 hours later and you've beaten and you're like, what do I do now? (laughs) 
I mean, th- th- yeah. that's a good point. I mean, it's like, it's well known as like the most difficult hack. Where do you go from there? You know what I mean? It's like, are yeah. you, you, you can't really chase at least on the difficulty spectrum, it's, right? You can't yeah. really chase that anymore. It's There's got to be other things to start chasing. It's a disservice to compare it to any other hack difficulty. Wise. Sure. It is a mm-hmm. complete mm-hmm. and massive disservice to the point where it's like, it's going to take me. Five, six times longer than any of the other longest hacks took me at, at the longest hack, I guess. So, yeah, no. At least it's, by that's then. That's the hack. That's the dream. At least by then, Grand Pool World 3 will be out. It'll probably, it might come out before I'm done. We'll see. I've, I don't, don't tie me, don't tie <laughs> Arcade Parlor to this announcement, but. I believe there. I, I think I have heard like in the next month or so. There's there there there's some stuff moving on it from what I, I understand. Yeah, my uh, guess he, was he just wants to get things before done twins, before yeah. like kids are delivered and stuff like that, and that's coming up in very soon. So I'm, I've heard rumblings uh, from from the man himself that it's hopefully really soon. It's going to be coming out. I so. think they're due in December. Yeah, we said. That's a bummer yep. for me. Like, a, a great for everyone else. But here's why it's a bummer for me. Because, you know, obviously GDQ Kaizo hacks is how I got into Mario. Thing mm-hmm. is cool. And then, I don't even remember how long ago it was now. But when Grand Pooh World 2 came out, that was the coolest thing in Twitch history to me. Yeah. Because I would go from, great like, streamer to streamer just watching them grind. And I had, that was to this day the most fun I've ever had on Twitch when it came out. And I said to myself, if I ever become a Twitch streamer, I will get good at ROM hacks. When Grand Pooh World 3 comes out, I'm going to be a part of that group, and it's going to be incredible. I have played one hack. It is my good friend's hack, and I beat it, and it was a ton of fun. It was his very first hack ever, and I played the first level of Grand Pooh World 2. I did beat it eventually, and that's my entire... So, three yeah. years of streaming, I played one one hack in one level. And I'm like, I'm not ready at all. So I'm like, there's still time. There's still time. Making and we're moves. out of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, no, it's it's ridiculous. Ramper World 2's release, I think that week, SMW was the seventh most played game on Twitch. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was it was legitimately I like, be, like, no, there's be bigger you, this you, time, you have, I'm sure. You have to like, no, it's there's no way it's gonna be as it can't be as big. You don't think so? No, seven. First of all, SMW hype has died a little bit since like that, like super hype. And like, you just, that's, it's too big. You can't like that. That's just too much. It was like, it was a magical moment, you know? Like, it was, it was like, we don't know up. why it was that big. Cause it's a really good game, but it's not seventh on Twitch. Like best game. Like that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I mean, like 70,000 viewers or something ridiculous it's like, mods of a 30 year old game yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> right. i like the community was super perfect at the time too you got poo barb you had everyone playing that game and you could just hop around and everyone was just it was so exciting and that, i mean that's i would pinpoint that is why i'm a twitch streamer yeah. now i want to be a twitch streamer that was the most rock and roll thing I have ever seen bad at music, not good at wrestling. So I couldn't be a wrestler. So what's the, like the third best thing I could think of that was rock and roll to me. That was super cool. And like, those were, those were my heroes when that came out, these people playing these really hard levels, you know, the hype when they beat a, the hype, when they got a yeah. checkpoint, 
after so long was just and then when they when you would see one person fall for a troll and you're like okay i just saw you know mr mighty mouse fall for that troll i can't wait because i know this person's a few levels behind i'm gonna go watch them and i can't wait for them to fall through that invisible rope at the end because it's gonna (laughs) break their soul and it's gonna make it was just it was was such a moment yeah it was pretty it was a pretty insane time It it was good So we've heard about you on Twitch starting off with Mario. Uh, we've heard some of your Kaizo during some of your early ones. Tell us about before Twitch. Like, what, what, what did you do? Did you, you grew up all your life playing video games, consoles that you used to own, favorite games I back mean, in the day? I've always kind of been a Nintendo fanboy and not like mm-hmm. an extreme amount. I think there's definitely like a portion in the middle of my life where I, like I wasn't playing games as much. But like I've always loved the SNES games, mm-hmm. like the the Mega Man X's and the SMRPGs. I've always loved uh, like all the Final Fantasies were always really really fun for me to play, and and Zelda's. Yeah, I was gonna say there's so many Mario's, so many of the Mario's and Zelda's and Smash's, like the all the big Nintendo temples. I was always I was always super into. And I guess like Guitar Hero and stuff too. Oh, what's your favorite it's, it's X weird game? To think oh yeah, about. my favorite which game? Mega Man X. It's it's one. It's one, it's one. but it's because of nostalgia. I'll, it's so I'll fully good. Ad- I fully admit it's just like two, probably a better game. Maybe three, three or four, is but good. like yeah, one. Four is just, awesome. Yeah, Underrated. four is fantastic. Super Still cool. one though. It's it's just one of those things. I I speed ran Mega Man X. Really? That's like one of my favorite really. Yeah. It, and I mean, I didn't, I had like a 40 something. I wasn't like great, but uh, that's another example of like the speedrunning community where I was doing it and just a ton of Mega Man X speedrunners would just stop by and be like, here's an entire discord where all we do is practice. Like, okay. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. The, I'm the just, this there's boss always so nice. a discord. Yeah. There's always a discord. But then really you, is. then you look and it's like, oh, hello. Fourth, seventh, thirteenth, and twenty-second place. I'll practice with you. Hello, right. I'm I'm number three hundred forty-seven. Nice to meet you. Like, wait, there's a slide button. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's a little ridiculous, but like, I've I've always liked platformers. I've generally liked Metroidvanias and RPG. Of course, I was. I'm a millennial who was a man in my twenties, so I also played Halos and Call of Duties. Mm-hmm. It's yep. Feel course. like feel like you can't get away from that. But uh yeah, like basic games. I didn't like fully get back into games in, until uh until Twitch. Like until Twitch where I was like, "All right, we're doing this every night. Like, let's find new things to play." Like that's when I got into Souls games. I got into like lots of different randomizers and stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a decent little chunk of variety for sure. Have you played it's, a Souls uh, game? Wait, what? Have you played a Souls game? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I've played all the Souls games. <laughs> I've uh, I've done like Dark Souls one, Deathless. I've done a bunch of Dark Souls wow. one randomizers. I've done Dark Souls crowd controls. I applied for the Elden Ring crowd control. 
We'll see. Ooh, that would be oh, fun. They, they just announced that. Yeah, yeah they, they like. Did. I was like, I hey, saw that. I was like, hey, I got a birthday stream. You know, you know what would be cool if we could just, <laughs> if I, you could just let me do that. So yeah, I played, I played a ton of Souls games and like Elden Ring, Bloodborne, Souls one through three, randomizers. I've kind of played all. It's. It's kind of funny how like each community has like its own uh you know vibe to it, right? Yeah. I mean like uh on the higher end of like the souls like like they're they're endlessly seeking these like ridiculously <laughs> difficult feats, right? Yeah. Like it, it's getting ridiculous at this point what they're the, trying the God to do. Run. Like pl- yeah, trying to play the god run where you're playing like all the souls, Sekiro, uh uh Elden Ring Hitless or de- Deathless. Yeah. Maybe it's Hitless. I don't remember what it is. Six games if back you mess to up back, once, you gotta start over. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And like I, I mean, from my experience playing Elden Ring, uh, the the community has been like super helpful. Uh, in, in my experience, like I don't know if that's a general vibe or not, but like, uh, you know, in in the channel size that I run, and as I'm playing through for a first time, people come in and they're they're respectful of like not wanting to backseat too hard, uh, but they're also willing to give me tip. I mean, this <laughs> is my experience. This is my experience with Elden Ring. I, they, they've been good for me now. I, 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 I've heard other people say otherwise, but in my experience, they've actually been pretty good <laughs> because you're too mild mannered. They want yeah. the streamer to explode. Their, their goal of Twitch chat Probably. is to poke the bear and mm-hmm. you're, you're sitting there and you're just like, tee hee hee when you get poked. Yeah. So. And th- there's, yeah. there's a bunch of souls fans who are like, no, I have to tell the streamer how I played. This is a good optimal way to play. And like, there's a bunch of viewers who like insist on telling you how to play. Because yep. you like, and if you're like doing it the wrong way, quote unquote, it's just like, <laughs> which is there. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta really, sometimes you really got to tamper that down real quick. You gotta let people know that's not okay. Otherwise <laughs> they will just keep doing it. They just don't stop. That's why, that's why I couldn't play Zelda. Like the, when Tears of the Kingdom came out, like that's for me. Oh. And I love seeing my one friend. Like I know this is his biggest pet peeve. And so I go to his stream not to watch him play Zelda, but to watch Twitch chat be like, here's what you need to do. And he's the nicest <laughs> guy ever. But you see his right eye just start twitching because he's yeah. trying to be nice. But he just wants to say, you need to shut your face and learn, kid. <laughs> I, I tell you, sometimes you just need to make an example out of one chat person and be like, all of you look, you see what I just did to that person. I'll do it to you, too. OK, Twice sometimes, sometimes you just got to let him know. Exactly. No, Kai- Kaizo is interesting with Souls, and like, there's like a really big like overlap in the communities, because I think we just like we like beating really hard challenges, and Souls yeah. games just feed into that. I think, like a ton, and a lot of it is just so precision too in both of them. There's so much precision. Yeah, involved yeah. We that, we like and they're very similar dances, if you will. We like failing at something and then learning and then learning and then learning and then like conquering it. Like, that's kind of why we play Kaizo. Mm-hmm. And that, like, happens a lot in Souls games, too. There is so a lot of like, overlap, though, with Souls, with, like, the really Kaizo is, community. Yeah. There's a ton. And I think that you really, you hit the nail on the head that pe- that we, like, in the Kaizo community, we just crave something more difficult, more difficult, more difficult. So I see the struggle that you'll have after Hacker Streams. <laughs> that's, that's why you also see a lot of us do, like, challenge runs of just different games. It's right. Like, we always want like mm-hmm. the harder challenging version of whatever the game is. Like that's what we want to do. Yeah. We want to learn how to do this and we want to make it hard and then we want to beat it. Nice. 
I'm out here using Game Shark with my golden eye for infinite ammo and unlimited health. You guys are doing it wrong. I'm telling you, I can go through facility like it's no one's business. Walk through walls. Let's go. Hey, go, golden eye on whatever, whatever is double O agent or whatever. No that joke. Is no joke. A no joke challenge right there. That, no joke. Deep down, I know I mentioned before, if I could be great at one game, I don't know why. I Because GoldenEye was huge when I was a kid. Like, I was in junior high. That was the biggest game ever. We played that every sleepover for so much. And, like, my one buddy could unlock all the cheats naturally. Beating Facility on Double O Agent to unlock whatever cheat that gives you at that time you need to do is insane. And he did it all. I was never that good. I was good at multiplayer. But to me... That is the coolest thing ever, and someday, no, I say that, like, someday I'll be good at ROM hacks, and here we are, three years later, right, right. played one this one time. Right after you beat Grand Parole 3, you yes. will get on that GoldenEye <laughs> career, and you'll be good. Right, 300,000th in the world for the speedrun. What What was, uh, what was, uh, Pops, you gave me this idea, what was your guys' uh, sleepover video game? When you went over to friend's, has, friend's house, what was the number one game that you broke out and you're playing four player multiplayer all night long. What was it? For me, it went Goldeneye, then it switched to Smash Brothers, and mm-hmm. then we graduated high school, and then it was over. Like, and then Halo in college, because you could play online. So once online sure. gaming hit, it was over, but it went from 100% uh, Goldeneye, then straight into Smash Brothers. Yeah. Goldeneye and then Smash were the, the two big. I also. I know I'm a bit of an outlier, but uh, Perfect Dark, which is just the better Golden Eye. Multiplayer was so good. The the multiplayer was so good. It's like if you asked a kid, like, what are your outrageous dreams that you would want for another Golden Eye? Give us like the wildest things you can think of. (laughs) Then they just did it. It's like, oh, you want twice as many guns? We got you. Every gun has a secondary mode. Got you. You want eight (laughs) computers? All like eight like 20 personalities and eight difficulties. We can do that. Like you want dizzy effects for some reason. Sure. We'll throw them in the game. We'll you want to be aliens able, in there. Too. You want to be able to fall. <laughs> it was outrageous. Oh, so good. And then all the hidden cheese in the level that did absolutely nothing. Yeah. Rare was so good on the 64. That they, that was their golden age for sure. Yes. Oh man. So many, so much time. Like, I, I'm in a similar, it's kind of funny, we're all like in a similar vein. I was always GoldenEye, uh, Perfect Dark, and then eventually just evolved into Smash Brothers. And every time we were as a, together with friends, uh, Smash Brothers all night, starting with, you know, N64, whatever, uh, going up to Melee, Brawl, and then and then I think at that point it was just done uh, as far as hanging out in that degree. Uh, and then uh, the, the, the newer game, like, I, I, I haven't played a ton of them. Like, if people come over, we'll play it. Uh, but that's very far and few between these days, of course. Uh, and then the online just is terrible, terrible experience. <laughs> so you just don't play Smash Brothers online. <laughs> Not a good time. It's a shame. Yeah, like yeah. so many of those like Mario, like Mario Maker 2 could have been so much fun. And yeah, it's, unplay- it's unplayable. I don't do it. I have not done it <laughs> once. Well, I did it once. I'm like, well, that's enough for me. Let's move <laughs> on from that. The versus lag is is rough. <laughs> Yeah, and they've just given up on that for wonder for wonder they're like oh you can see ghosts so you don't actually have to interact with it you know it's like thanks i know yeah you want fake online because we have fake online for you (laughs) you can leave messages i mean mean, email we can email each other we're gonna be turning that off 
right away. <laughs> You're gonna see some I like, messages. I was like, "This is is Mario finally crossing over with the Souls games? Now we're leaving messages behind for people. We're seeing their ghosts go on. <laughs> for, are they finally making some type of crossover event here? <laughs> Try jumping. Thank you, Mario. <laughs> have we have we had a podcast since Mario Wonder was announced? Yes. I don't know if we. Because they, they just did the direct, so I we I, I believe we've had one podcast at least since it was announced. We got okay. a little more I don't information. If we talked since. about it. We did a little bit, I think, briefly. Did we? I think we we talked about the elephant would be the only only animal character. Well, like, oh, oh yeah, I do remember. The, and, yes, and, okay, and they did yeah, the did. so that they announced Wonder, and then they did like the Wonder Direct. Yes, but like the announcement which, for Wonder was a, a good long while ago, and there's yeah, y'all had to. have. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, maybe I so. time doesn't exist, so who knows? That's true. That's true. So, what do you think um, the wonder phase is going to be, Mister? Because like everyone's going to play it. Is it going to be like one week where ROM hackers play it and maker players play it, and then ninety nine percent people leave, and then there's one guy, let's call that person Poncho Taco, that decides to speed run it <laughs> and Back. becomes the greatest wonder? Play. Is that how that? Like, because I have no idea what to expect because a Mario game hasn't been released since I've been streaming. New games on Twitch for streamers is always the weirdest thing. And like, even if it's a game you love, whether or not you want to do it and you know that 50 other people are going to be playing that exact same game at the exact same time, it's like, it's so rough. I think, wonder there's a good chance it looks fun enough that like, we're all going to be playing. Right. It's just wonder. I, I it think looks so, really, yeah. and and it looks it looks like it plays fast, which is kind of what I like my Mario to be. I don't like the the super slow, like you're on ice type of Mario. New so, new Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. yeah. How do you? So, how are you going to yeah. play it though? You're so, you're one of the best Mario players in oh, the world. Like, no. do you get in and get super frustrated? Like, okay, here's the long straightaway of running. Oh, I, I got mean, a power up. One. I mean, up. yeah. Sometimes it feels easy, but like. You're like in a different mindset when you play games like that. You're not like, I'm looking for the challenge. You're just like, oh, look how cute this level is. Like, that's kind of how. And and right. to be super clear, like, a lot of really good Kaizo players are all really good. And then you go look at, like, what they just did. The SMB1 uh, any percent world record just got uh, beaten a couple days ago. Yeah, I saw and, that. And, like, they're ne- they now have, like, they've now hit every single frame rule possible all the way up to eight, four in a run. And like every single one of those is like multiple frame, perfect inputs a level. And it's like, I'm not doing that. What are you talking about? (laughs) So it's like, what, what is, what's a really good Mario player is very subjective. It's very, we're, we're a different type of good than like the incredible speed runners at like SMB one or SM 64. We're just we're just a little different. We're a little different. I feel like that's a good T-shirt somewhere. I just hit every frame rule possible. Like I don't, I'm trying to get the literally only down. one person allowed to wear that shirt because it's never happened before. Not <laughs> what, if, what if it says arcade parlor on the front and the back? It's like hitting every frame yes. rule possible. I'm thinking that's good. Good merch right there. That's good. That's good nice. promotion right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do agree. I think Mario Wonder is going to be like it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun week on Twitch. I think everyone's going to play it. Uh, it, it's, it's not going to be long to beat. I, I, I'm, no. I'm, there's gonna be people hundred percenting it. Obviously, uh, there most people, I think most streamers are going to hundred percent at their first run. 
because uh, they want to see all everything about it. You know, they want people to come and see them play, you know, 100 percent of the game. Right. Uh, but then I think I think it'll just kind of people start filtering back to where they are in the Mario. And I and I think the yeah. only exception to something like that, like Mr. Mighty Mouse, you were saying that like it's a, it's always an interesting thing for streamers to play a brand new game. I think the only exception to that would be like Mario Maker streamers just naturally going to three. Like if three comes out, you're, you're done with two, right? You're, you're yeah. just going to three. Like uh, maybe, yeah, pretty much immediately. You're just going to three. Like that's like the one exception where it's like, why even play the old one anymore at this point? Yeah, no. Uh, unless you're, unless you have downloaded worlds that you've been actively working through or something like that. But yeah, I think people will play it. It'll be a fun time. Uh, I, I'm sure the game's going to be polished. It's going to be great. And then people are going to be back to where we were. It's going to be yeah, just um, like the week that Tears of the Kingdom came out. Everybody on my follow list, including myself, was playing Tears of the Kingdom for that week or two. And then some, of course, stayed with it and speed ran and made challenges and all that stuff. But most of us just went right back to our regularly scheduled programming. Elden Ring was the same. And it's yes. like the worst. It's the worst example of like the game category being so saturated that it swamps yes. everyone who's playing it. Right. Like I would see people who normally have like a hundred viewers playing with like single digit viewers. And I was like, God, yep. it's such an incredibly good game. So you don't want to be like, y'all shouldn't play it's this. It's so hard. But like that was, that was like kind of brutal to watch for, for that week and, where it's just like, mm -hmm. Oh, and you want to experience it fresh, right? Yeah, you know? sure. Uh, yeah, sure. You could wait like six months when it, but like a game like Elden Ring, I mean, it's still massive, right? It's still, it's still, I mean, it's, it's not like in the top two rows anymore, unless certain people get on it to do yeah. some runs or something like that. Uh, but I mean, like, it's still, you, you don't have to scroll too far down to, to usually find Elden Ring uh, on the browse list, uh, you know, maybe a few rows on desktop or something, but, uh, and, and it quickly fluctuates, goes up and down, goes up and down. So, I mean, like, you, you'd have to wait a pretty long time for a game like that if you want to, you know, do that type of stream uh, and not be so oversaturated. And it's like you want to play it because it's a new game. There's so many spoilers that come out with that immediately uh, if you want to go in blind. And it, it's tough to make that decision. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous. Not going to lie. But it's such mm -hmm. a good game. <laughs> Even I streamed Elden Ring. <laughs> it you did it was, briefly. It was, it was like unstoppable for like a week. That was all you got to watch on Twitch. Like if you didn't want to see it, don't watch Twitch. Same with that was Tears of the Kingdom. That was honestly a yeah. super fun week too. That was honestly a super yeah, fun week. It was. In my opinion. That was pretty good. Yep. And it's it's funny. We were talking like uh how they have there's there's a, there's an over there's an overlap with for for something for whatever reason with SMW and the Souls, and I think some of that obviously has to do with like the biggest streamer of SMW is one of the biggest ones also of the Souls genre True. too. So obviously there's a ton of cross you know promotion of either categories uh, whenever that happens and and people start leaking into each communities and it, it's really cool to see. Um, so it, it's, it's, it, so I, that, that's obviously one thing I think that, that, that helps them link together really well. That's so fair. I, so I've never played a souls game. Well, I played a souls game and I went, it doesn't matter. It didn't go well. I got lost. <laughs> like, I know I'd like it if I got into it. I love watching it, but with a, like with a ROM hack, what I found is if I'm playing and okay, I figured out I need to jump here. 
at this time with this feel and that's how you beat this like so it's almost like a puzzle certain jumps like here's how i need to approach this jump and once you figure it out okay that's 90 percent of it and now it's just execution is that the same thing with with the Souls series where once you know what to do it gets so much easier or is there so is it different rng wise where it's like more of a challenge that way i would i would say for the most part it uh feels that way and i mean every souls game has like a different vibe or different feel but like when you're fighting a boss it's like you start to recognize when he does a certain animation this is the way you need to dodge but then it quickly becomes just like a reaction times thing where you see this is happening your brain needs to remember to do it and then you do it and like you eventually just learn everything about the way the boss works and like that's kind of so it's sort of the same but it's also like it, it's almost never like an exact pattern because he's going to come out and he's going to, they're, they're going to use different attacks every time and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. So it's, it's a little more reaction time based than, uh, SMW tends to be, yeah. but, but the idea that you're like learning how to do it like piece by piece and you're getting further each time very much still applies to souls games. That's what's insanity to me. Like if you said, all right, Mike Cheesepox makes the per- make the perfect game that you want to play. I would literally put together the Dark Souls Elden Ring series, and yet I have not played it once, <laughs> other than that one time. And it's weird because I like I like watching people play it. This is exactly what I want in the video game, and yet I sit here as like, you know, I'm gonna play some Sonic Two on Sega tonight. I guess <laughs> it's weird. I have no idea why I don't touch that series, and now I'm scared to. I don't know. I'm I'm in too deep. I'm not playing it. I, don't know. I, w- I will say this: Dark Souls, like one, also pretty good environment for like blind playthroughs. For the most part, if you like are very clear that like there's a blind playthrough, you don't tell me what to do. There's lots of people who want to watch that suffering. So <laughs> that's uh that is their and that also, is kind of their jam. And also Dark Souls 1 is probably like one of the most masterful map designs as well. Agreed. The way it all Agreed. just links back together. It's so good. So good. I think my problem, if I can remember in Dark Souls 1, I beat the first section where I was supposed to go. Because a lot of that, if you go the wrong way, you learn quickly because you die right <laughs> away. And if you yep. go the right way, you die quickly, but not right away. It's like, it's, I'm trying you, to You get that glimpse of, I can actually do this. You Wait. get that little glimpse. <laughs> it feels like you're once. supposed to be here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. And then I went to the second section and I got lost and I finally looked up a walkthrough. I'm like, I have no idea where I need to go. They're like, you went in backwards. And I'm like, you're getting out of my system and I'm mad. And then I gave up. And that was my only experience with it. And now and he plays like Sonic 2. Oh, I love oh, Sonic 2. I Dr. Robotnik, Metal Sonic. Wait, it wasn't. It was Robot Sonic, not Metal Sonic in Sonic 2 because he was gray. My Sonic 2 lore. I know. I beat it like literally the other day. I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll leave that lore to you. <laughs> it's there's there's a fat man in a egg shaped thing, and he's after a hedgehog. It's pretty. I'm sweet. just over here, like at least the music is good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> That's how Poncho so is. Good. That's how. That's Poncho literally is. my argument. Oh. The only good thing out of Sonic is the music. <laughs> it's a the game that it's I'm... a game that wants you to go a million miles an hour, and then instantly slams you into spikes for going a million miles an hour. It's like, right? why did you build a game like this? There's only two why? levels that in, like that let you go fast in Sonic One and Two. There's two, and they spread them out, and then the rest of the game is slow, methodical platforming, and then they punish you if you try to go fast. Like. They Three gets a little bit better with that stuff. They, and they've, made made, it perfect. they've made Kaizo Mar or Kaizo Sonic games. 
they're not good. They're like, <laughs> oh, what imagine. if you had to really slowly, tediously move with Sonic, but also there's a million spikes everywhere and you have to jump super blindly everywhere. It's like, oh, it's not good. I love it. I loved all the early Sonic games. I always like, it's will. Fun. It, it's fun watching it as a video. Sonic is like, it's a pretty blind game as in like, you're pretty often going where you can't see where you're going. That does not lend itself well to Kaizo. Because you're like it's, just constantly slamming into things you shouldn't be. Right. What's nuts is how much I watch Kaizo Mario a ton. Like that's 99% of what I watch on YouTube. I don't watch really a lot of Kaizo of any other game. I do. I watch randomizers of Link to the like Zelda games. I love randomizers, but it's weird. Like I know there's some Donkey Kong Kaizo out there. Not for me. I don't know what it is about Mario Kaizo that just clicks with me and apparently it clicks with the majority yeah. of people because there's not a lot right. of that's the biggest scene yeah yeah like is there any other kaizo scene that's even close that no. can snip it no, and no. I, can't, I can't think of anything and that just shows like how good super mario world is as a game and like just accessible to people because they can watch it played at the highest level and still understand like this is cool this is neat whereas yeah. like other games it just doesn't doesn't sync up that way and that's weird also, between you and me, there's also a Mega Man X Kaizo. I have seen I, some of yeah, that. It does I exist love, too. I mean, in fourth grade, I was in the Mega Man X Club, dude. I love Mega Man X. When you said <laughs> it, I lit up and I was so excited. Yeah. Like me and my nerd friends did it. I it's if I could have one series come back, it'd be Castlevania, but then they'd ruin it and I'd be like, I picked wrong. I should have <laughs> picked I should have picked Mega Man X because Capcom is still a decent company. And like yeah. Five and on. It just, the kid, because oh five God. came out. It, what happened? This is <laughs> such an easy formula. Just give us more of the formula. If you've ever like, watched <laughs> someone do a marathon of it, and the, like the second they get to five on, it's just like, why did you make any of these games? Four is so good. And then you go yeah. into five, you're like, all right, we're in the new era. This is going to be amazing. And then you play the first level and you're Man. like, that's an interesting choice. And then now there's like weird RPG elements that nobody asked for and one time only events. And like, if you pick wrong, now the satellite's down and you feel bad as a player. You're like, what happened here? And they're like, mm -hmm. we got to double down on the path we took. We're, they're going to love it in six. They, they're going <laughs> to love a lot of instant deaths. And then in the next one, we're like, what if we had a boss fight? But like the bosses are voiced, but they only have two lines and they say them over and over again, constantly non-stop for the entire fight oh they'll uh -oh. love it they'll love it and instead Awful. of having good level design just nothing but death traps we don't even have to put yeah. enemies in it just lava and spikes the whole level yeah <laughs> sorry we're just like on now on a Mega Man x hating like divergent yeah. here well we, we already had our our monthly sonic uh uh, uh, talk about how bad those games are. So now we might as well start oh, talking about Mega Man now. <laughs> half of Mega Man X is incredible, and half of it is terrible. And I've never seen such a divide, like a quality divide in a game series, where like literally like some of the best games of all time cross that line. Some of the worst games of all time. They're ridiculous. They went to 3D, and I guess, like, the Japanese version of the 3D game was moderately balanced, like, you could actually play it, and then in the U.S., they're like, let's quadruple everyone's health and make damage output insane so no one can have fun, and so I never played that one, and then I guess the one after it, they went back to a 2D perspective with, like, 3D sprites or something, which is my least, as an adult, give me, give me my retro sprites, but that's just me, 
And I guess that one is actually decent, but they did so much harm in the series that no one played it or cared about it. And so that's when it died. Oh, yeah. I know, like, up until, like, actually watching people play it on Twitch, I didn't realize they were still making Mega Man X games. <laughs> like, as as an adult, <laughs> or, like, up until, like, present day, I was like, no, I had no idea Mega Man X games were still going. Same. Thank goodness I, I didn't, because young, dumb me probably would have been like, I remember liking Mega Man X games. We should go play those. And I would have hated it. So <laughs> cool. It, like, all they needed yeah. to do was the same, but I digress. I mean, I can always just go back and fire up one, two. Three is, three is just paced so weird, where, like, it, where one and two had a flow if you 100% of the game, which is the fun part. Three had a lot of, okay, go back into the fire level, get the one item, go back into ice, go back into fire again to get it. It didn't flow nearly as well as one, two, and four. But a little tedious. Tiny yeah, bit yeah, tedious. Yeah. And the sword is zero and four. I'm like, we got something. Playing as Mega Man is amazing. Playing as zero is absolutely that's, incredible. That's all we it's wanted incredible. to do since the beginning of the series yeah. is play as zero. Thank you. Yep. Spinning Thank with you. the you sword in the air. Like, they figured it out on Super Nintendo the Star Wars games, terrible games, graphics, amazing. But jumping with a lightsaber and spinning is the most fun you can have. And they're like, let's do it with zero. I refuse, I refuse to play Super Star Wars. Uh, they look beautiful. And then the level design is yeah, like no. little Timmy hashtag DGR level yep. where it's just brutal. But it looks good. It looks good. And you can spin with a lightsaber. <laughs> and you get That's all that Luke. matters. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. all that matters is you can spin you can, and you can with a lightsaber and look cool. I beat one of those and afterwards I'm like, I had no fulfillment and I'm like, what did I just do with my life? That was, that was hard and not good hard. It was bad hard. Yeah. A little ridiculous of a game, for yeah. sure. So, uh, okay, so yeah. Um, Mega Man. Yeah, that's Mega Man. <laughs> and Sonic. We, yeah. we had our monthly Sonic discussion about uh our, our thoughts on that uh what about uh games we're playing now is anybody playing any i mean i know obviously we all play a lot of mario and stuff like that uh, on stream and stuff like that uh do, do you play anything offline these days mr mighty mouse or are you pretty much if you play video games it's pretty much just mario uh, on twitch these days i think the only things i've played offline are they're very like affectionately brain dead games they they sure. were like like vampire survivors. Halls of Torment where like it was really fun to like I'm just sitting there grinding because like man go unlock this thing, but like as I'm just playing like the, my my jaw might as well be slack with like drool coming down it. Like it's a very like <laughs> my brain does not need to be on to play this, so like I'm fine playing this offline. <laughs> But yeah, no, offline, there's not nearly as many games that I play. Mainly just because I don't have a ton of offline time. Mm -hmm. It's just not there. Yeah, time is definitely hard to find when you're also streaming and stuff like that. Uh, offline, I've been playing a very cool, popular game. I've been playing uh, some Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, yeah. Which is, uh, which is really good. I, I, I very much enjoy that game. <laughs> Uh, I, I have my own little campaign, and then I also have another one where a, a buddy of mine. We sometimes we get together in the at night and we play together, uh, and it's incredible. It's a, it's like the same story, if you will, but each game could not be any different. Like it, it, it's insane how different the playthroughs are, uh, the, the the quest lines that are opened up, uh, stuff like that. 
Uh, it's it's incredible. And it's uh, I, I don't know the last time I've seen a game that's been so universally praised by people who play it like nobody says anything bad about Baldur's Gate 3. Like it's everybody just likes it. It, it works well. Uh, it's it's Dungeons and Dragons. If you ever played it, it streamlines Dungeons and Dragons in a way that yeah. if you find it, if you've ever found it confusing, uh, it just kind of lays it out. It says, OK, here's your move sets. Here's what's available to you. And once you do this, you, you're done. Your turn's done. You can't do anything more. Uh, and when you when you level up and everything, if you've ever found Dungeons and Dragons confusing with le- leveling up and stuff, it just streamlines it, makes it really easy. Uh, and it's just a great experience uh, playing it with, especially playing with a friend. Uh, it's really cool because you can have like your own ulterior motives and like uh, you can mark your conversations as private so that they can't eavesdrop and watch your cutscenes and stuff if you <laughs> want. So they don't know what you're talking about with other NPCs and wow. stuff, or you can leave it open and they can and they can watch and li- and see what your choices are as far as things. But you can mark yourself as private. So if you're like secretly an, an evil person or something like that, <laughs> Sam, uh, you you can keep that all private, and the other person wouldn't know that. It's, the more it's you're talking, incredible. the more I feel bad for the friend you're playing with. He's like, I know, you right? Can re- <laughs> you can really be like mean to your friends if you want. The game you lets you do that. And we're like, what? You no. can also just go up and just kill your friend if you want. Like, yeah, they right click and say attack. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted and kill their character completely uh you, you can go up and kill like main like anybody you want you can kill you can kill mainline characters and like it'll just naturally branch in some form there, i don't know how they do it there's like thirty thousand uh, unique lines of dialogue or something like yes. silly in that game like it's yep, actually it's ridiculous i think i read like 177 endings or something like that depending on how you get I there i can't and imagine stuff, that <laughs> It, well, see, it, it's cool to play too because the, the production value is so high on it like the graphic like the graphic fidelity is super good and it just works really well and i don't, I don't know it's it's a really cool game very unique uh it definitely is a it's it's a niche game that i think is going to do big things like i think a lot of people are going to try D again or try it for the first time after this because this game came out so big it's still pretty big on twitch right now uh, it was big on Twitch for probably for about a month, uh, pretty big up there and because it's such a long game. And I think I think it's going to introduce D&D more to the main audience again or more to a broad audience again, if, at least for once for a little while. Uh, and I, I don't know if everybody here, I know Pops, you, you've played D&D. Uh, I don't know if Mr. Mighty Mouse, if you've ever played it or anything like that, but it's. It's it's definitely I, I know, Ashley, you have not played it. I don't even have to ask. you. I have not. <laughs> I've been present <laughs> during it, it, a going game into that but... for a first time. Yeah. And going into that for a first time, it's 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 confusing to play. It's confusing. Uh, there's so many systems and stuff. And this game just kind of streamlines it all. The only downside I will say, uh, and this isn't really a bad thing because it's just the intention of it, is that you obviously don't have a human DM that like, you know, has some house rules and stuff like that. Like, it's very much like. This is D&D 5th edition. There is no variation. And that's not a fault. That, that's just D&D 5e. Uh, but uh, they definitely, uh, you don't get like the house rules where like the, the DM will let something slide occasionally or something like that. It's definitely uh, like the, these they are won't the rule fudge sets. the rules for you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the only downside. And again, that's not a fault of the game because that's just, that's the game. There's no way yeah. you can program human made, yeah. intervention. Yeah, exactly. But it's a sick game. Uh, I recommend it if anybody's even semi-interested in a, choice based uh top down tactical game also it's really good I, I i'm very much enjoying it i think there's like two things that are universally fun 
one is opening a pack of cards when you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> and two is just rolling dice. Rolling dice is always fun. And deep down, you're like, I'm getting those 20s, baby. I'm getting those <laughs> yep. 20s. So, uh, you know, I think no matter what I, has those two things, you're going to have a fun time if you have either one of them. And then, and then you always get, and then you get that critical one, <laughs> critical failure. And it's like, it's, it's always like, I don't know. Cause like it, in, uh, cause I don't know if you guys realize, but when you're also playing these other games, like mass effect and stuff, there is also like a dice roll in the background. They just don't make it as apparent as like Baldur's gate does. We actually see the dice moving because there is actually that randomization in the background too. But like you see it and you're like, all right, all I need is a four. And then you roll a critical one and you fail the dumbest thing possible. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's the, that's how the game's going to unfold now. <laughs> now I'm now I'm have to fight everybody in here because I couldn't pers persuade somebody with a roll of four. Should have rolled better. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> dice background or dice rolling in the background was in Morrowind where everything was just a fail. Miss, 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 <laughs> miss, miss. And you have those stupid birds just killing you. I hate this game. 18 hours to load to miss 93 shots in a row. God. Dan, love Marwin though. <laughs> and there is there is still some background rolling in Baldur's Gate three. Like you'll you'll uh, like if you're in combat, there's the background stuff. So if you like you say I want to shoot an arrow at this guy, you'll shoot an arrow from like three feet away, and it'll say miss. You know, it'll do that occasionally, and it's like okay, that's the third time in a row that's happened. Come on, <laughs> let me hit him. He's right there. Uh, but it's still a great game great experience really fun with friends like it's surprisingly well how it's pretty surprisingly good how well it works um and the systems that they built into that but uh yeah that, that's why i'm playing Baldur's gate 3 in the background i play that uh not not constantly but i'm getting i'm getting some good progress into it having a good time with that is anybody else playing any what are you playing pops i'm gonna sneeze <laughs> oh, you're gonna sneeze. Okay, never mind. You're gonna sneeze. <laughs> I am playing some games. Sorry, Pops is over there. We like, he was just really excited to tell us what the game that. was. I he was oh, muted. Yeah. He's trying to tell us he's gonna sneeze. Oh, so I do this thing, and I, it's not just me. I'm sure a lot of people do. Like when Tears of the Kingdom came out, huge game, played it a ton, ate up my life. Mm -hmm. um, but when I play a big game like that, I tend to revert back to shorter quick 40 minute games i go like i'm in full retro mode right now and even arcade mode so like nice. um recently i beat mystical ninja um hopefully challenge another streamer to that the streamer challenged me to the race so i've beaten it like three times already i'm ready to go and now he's <laughs> lollygagging you know who you are coward challenge me <laughs> all right and that being said i played uh i'm trying to do more retro normally when retro mode i go back to my 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 hits i'm gonna play all the castlevanias i'm gonna play contra 4 on super nintendo contra 1 this time i'm trying something different and playing games that i know are good that i've never played mm -hmm. so uh recently i've been playing it's thunder thunder force 3 on sega genesis thunderblade something oh. like that but the music great great soundtrack i was gonna oh. say the music is so good it's incredible and like i love that you can level select you still have to beat all the levels but you can pick the level you start on and so I've gone through and kind of gotten pretty decent at every level and I still have to put it all together, but there's no, there's not a lot of RNG. It's more like, okay, here's how I approach and attack. And I've had a blast with that. Still need to beat it, but I've been playing that. And I have a, uh, a one-up arcade machine of old Atari games with the trackball and just having a night trying to set high scores without having to think too much. There's some weird old, like there's one, it's like Pac-Man, but you're a bear. 
and the bear runs around collecting pellets and honey and bees are after you. I think it's called like Crystal Castles or something like that. Um, the wife I and I that. played that and I and she's she is amazing at it. She had the high score. So our scores now go me with the high score, her with 73 high scores and then me. at the, I had one round where I was just in the zone. And that, and she says it's because I'm stubborn and I can't let her have any nice things. And like, it was just, it, I have one good, she is so much better than me at it, but I just, it, it was so much fun. So trackball arcade games, absolutely, absolutely a blast for me right now. Like centipede, things like that. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I've been, I'm going all on Retroid. And like the next thing I know is going to be randos. I'm going to be playing a link to the past randomizers again, because that's like one step up from retro. It's two hours instead of 40 minutes. And. I know that's love where I'm headed. To the past. I love a link to the past friend. They're so good. They really are. And they're so, it's so fun. And then it's like opening a pack of cards that universally thing. like what's in this random chest. And then when you get the butter sword, even though it's not helpful, it's just, it feels so good. But when you have to fight Ganon with just the master sword, there's not a worse feeling until you beat it. And you're like, that was the worst seed of all time, but I did it. I'll never do it again. If I don't have a master, like I'm not that good. It's brutal. Punch, I'm telling you, you can't just hit Ganon with any regular Master Sword shard. You have to charge it up for each individual baby hit. And that is such a nuisance. I cannot stress to you, a Ganon fight that would normally take five minutes now takes 45 hours because you're charging up every shot. And then when you're about to win, of course he knocks you down the cliff and you have to start the fight over because Ganon's... I'm sorry, I'm ranting again. I I recently learned uh, that you know apparently in Ocarina of Time you can deflect Ganon's uh, attacks with a with a glass bottle. Oh, that was I hilarious! Yep, I, I was crowd controlling Ocarina of Time a couple months ago, a full playthrough that way, and somebody took my sword. I thought I was soft logged. I was like, I don't know what to do. And then somebody came and was like, I think you can do this with your with your jar. And I was like, What the heck? Let me try this. Sure enough. Ganon has like the power of like, I don't know, the power of everything of lightning and the sun. And he's blasting. I mean, I just take this little jarms like ping, ping, like right back at him. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. I think they kept that consistent through the series. Twilight, you can distract Ganon with a fishing rod. Mm-hmm. So the Twilight fight, if you pull out the fishing rod, he's like, "Ooh, look at that. All pretty. And that's then, funny. And I like Ganon, that. that They yeah. build that in. Skyward Sword has the net. You could do that to Demise. So yes. if you pull out the net, Demise okay. thinks you're... I, I don't remember what Wind Waker, if it had something. I think it did. And A Link to the Past, you can reflect it with the net, too. Net the spinner out. Whenever he shoots oh, okay. at you, you can use the net to... Uh, I may have actually seen that. That sounds familiar. I, so, yeah. you know A Link to the Past. Is G- Girahim, is that Ganon or is that... Ganon's lackey, or is that someone possessed by Ganon? I, as a kid, didn't know, and I still don't know. Listen, I think all Zelda lore is a lie. I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> it's someone I think they made. Ganon. I think. I think they all made it up retroactively. That timeline oh, yeah. is garbage. Uh, <laughs> Same with Castlevania lore. None of it makes sense. It doesn't matter. No. Yeah. There's nope. still fantastic, good, great games, games, individually games. great stories. Once you start adding them up, though, I'm like. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I still don't. Lackey? Maybe. What do you think, Ashley? Is he a lack? Wait, have you even played A Link to the Past? I have beat every console Zelda game. All right. Sounds like a lie. That's not. <laughs> no, I believe that. I think she has Zelda manga. 
right? I do. <laughs> I do. It's the only manga that I own, actually. Uh, I'm not a big... Uh, I've I've never watched a lot of like anime or anything, and the only other comics I read is The Walking Dead. So, um, uh, but a, a viewer sent me a whole series of Zelda manga. I've really got to crack that open. That'd be probably be a really good read. So, who's gear him? Just a henchman? Uh, a, a, a follower of Gan of Ganon. I, I like that Pops keeps going back. He's like, I gotta know. I need to I know. Gotta know. <laughs> so it's just a follower that wants Ganon to come back to life or get back into the light world. They're, they're like they that's their ruler like that's their everything so they're doing everything that they can so how did he even find out about ganon he's chilling in the light world doesn't <laughs> like it needs ganon to come back just i don't get it that's uh, how you derail a podcast poncho that's <laughs> that's it. it that's it all right let's go ahead and you know what you know what time it is i think it's time that we check out some voicemails and emails uh, we had some voicemails sent in uh, to us uh, for our listeners here. If you have a if you want to drop us a voicemail, uh, our phone number is 402-915-1082. Call that number. You'll go directly to voicemail. Drop us a drop us a voicemail. Uh, we'll play here on stream and we'll have something to discuss here. And we do have uh, a couple of voicemails that I do want to play here. Uh, of some points of things for us to talk about here. Uh, so let me go ahead and get that queued up here. Um, where is it here? Here we go. <sighs> Yo, it's your boy, Donald WD518. Okay, so here's the deal. You have to eliminate a major gaming franchise from nintendo's library and all of its work which one are you picking and why also i vote cheese pops off the island sorry bud <laughs> you're gone you're gone mike you're gone unbelievable <laughs> cheap shot <laughs> so you have been given the task that you have to eliminate a major gaming franchise from nintendo in all of its history which That's... one are, are are you guys chaotic evil here and picking like a zelda a mario or are we going something a little bit more i, I feel more quiet I, here i feel like there's no way you pick one of the like huge tent poles like the mario the zelda Oof. that's god that's such a tough question like, I feel well, like and also gonna... if you if you delete mario you're deleting like mario kart yeah. mario party like mm -hmm. you're deleting everything but we like we have to define major because I think I love Splatoon, but I I can live without Splatoon. Like is think, Kid Icarus I think, major? I think yeah. Splatoon counts. I think Splatoon counts as a major. I think Kid Icarus does too. They've gotten too. pretty big. I mean, Splatoon three was one of the biggest games of the year, right? I mean, I didn't super play it, fun. But, Except yeah. I get wrecked online. I joined a little too late, and everyone was already the master of paints, and I'm sitting <laughs> there with like my crayons, and they just wrecked me. I'll I'll tell you what I'm gonna get rid of. Pikmin. Get Pikmin out of here. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need I you. I don't that. need you silly little followers. I don't get out of here. Every single uh, game looks exactly the same to me. Make different games. I'm with you. Pikmin. I think that's a safe one. I feel sad when they die. And so I don't play. Now you don't, don't have like to them. feel sad anymore because they're gone. Yeah. Fine. And the time limit, it's like time limit and losing friends. That's for me. 
Pikmin. Those are like my two least favorite things. Losing friends and having a time limit. Like all I hear is the Sonic sound when you're underwater running out of breath. The Sonic, the Sonic drowning music. Oh, it's terrifying. And it's like in the middle of the day and it's supposed to be this cute game. I don't even have anxiety issues. My anxiety is through the roof. I hear the little guys getting eaten by a dog and then you see their little ghosts like everything's going wrong here and i'm on their day one souls are leaving i'm on day one get out of here pikmin what about what about you ashley do you have any thoughts i've never really seen much uh pikmin gameplay myself so i don't really know much about it so i'll just uh hop on the train with you guys and i'll say pikmin i i i have a thought here and it's because of one reason i'm gonna pick uh I'm going to pick Fire Emblem. I'm going to pick Fire Emblem. Do you know why? Yes. Because every time I would tune in for a Smash Brothers Direct, it was just another freaking Fire Emblem character, it. another yeah. Swords yeah. character. And I was getting so annoyed. It's like, give us, give us these other iconic characters. Nobody's ever heard of this person except for the hundred people that play that game. I don't know. Like, it, it's all because of Smash Brothers. Get Fire Emblem out of there. Get cooler characters into Smash Brothers. <laughs> It'd be like the silhouette of Earthworm Jim, and you're like, oh! and then the curtain comes down, and it's Ike 3. Now with an yes. X, and you're like, oh Ike 3. All, all that reminds me of is the Pokemon Who Is This? And then it's like, it's like a circle, and like, it's Electrode, and it's like, it's Jigglypuff from above. <laughs> Just that's, yeah. that's what the yes. Fire Emblem characters are every single time. Uh-huh. We're like, oh, it's that? Nope. Just, just another Fire Emblem. Nice try, nerd. Those games are fun, but I liked Advance Wars better, so I, I'm cool with getting rid of Fire Emblem. I know I'm bad at those types of games. Anything that requires intelligence, planning, skill, out. I, I, I think that's honestly my game, and it's all because of Smash Brothers. That's why I, I don't play the games. I, I know they always get good reviews. People who are a fan of the series like the series quite a bit. They're usually all great, but it's all because of Smash Brothers. It's it's too many Fire Emblem characters. Too many. Get about. Listen, we're we're getting rid of games. You're allowed to be selfish, right? That's true. It's my You're choice. Like, nothing is selfish about this this decision to wipe the game <laughs> off the planet. Nope, I don't think so. When I think of Fire Emblem, I think of like the grid based attack. And I saw like the trailer mm-hmm. for the houses and stuff. And there's people talking and story. And I'm like, I yes. not for me. Get me out yeah, of here. There's a whole lot of dialogue, character dialogue and, and stuff I don't like think so. Romancing, my game. they got it all. They have it all in that game. And that's that's not what I was thinking, but like that's not for me. And if it's for you, that's awesome. More power to you. But like I love turn-based RPGs. Let me get to the turn-based part of it. The the role-playing part, like that's for D&D and hanging out with friends. I'd rather do that. Fair. All right, I also have uh one more voicemail here. I'm going to play one more here. Uh, let me go ahead and get this queued up. Hey guys, long time listener, second time caller, Lobster's Reef here. My question is, what do you think about Charles Martinet's new role as Mario Ambassador? Uh, all right, and go. So this is something that came out within the last week, week yeah. and a half, that he, uh, Charles Martinet is no longer doing voiceover for Mario. Uh, and that just came out uh, over. And now he's taking up a new position of Mar- ambassador. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember what his new. It's the uh, Mario is, ambassador. Is, it called, is he called? Yes. That's his actual new title. Yep. Okay. Uh, what do you guys think? 
This 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 just came out. Uh, they, we don't have any confirmation on who the new voice actor is. I think all Nintendo said was is you're gonna have to wait until the end credits of Wonder to see who's attributed to that. Um, I think that's all they've said. Yeah. It, well, he just came. Charles Martinet just came out with a video, uh, and Miyamoto was in it as well. And he just, I mean, like I, I'm sure everyone's gonna be shocked. I cried. Um, I cried when I was watching it. I mean, <laughs> he just had such a beautiful message and. You know, who said, I can't wait to meet you all at future events. And he was like, I'm not retiring. I'm not retiring, everybody. Like, he really made sure he let everybody know that. But I remember him saying when they first announced it, like, I really don't know what that means for me quite yet. But I love that he's staying in the family and how much, like, he's touched by the the people who are fans of Mario. But it's also, like, cool that... Nintendo's gonna keep going with it like Mario has never died in 35 years and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon so you know they're keeping up with the times I've definitely killed Mario a lot of times (laughs) is there anybody who's died more than Mario is there anybody (laughs) that's a great question that's a great question. What video game character not, not, has not died to discredit the anything most? he said, Ashley, but I just hooked up. I just latched onto that. <laughs> I am going to be thinking about that all night because Mario has to be up there. I mean, I it depends in, in the Halo games. Or do we consider like multiplayer like everyone's Master Chief? Even if we did, I don't know. It'd be yeah. yeah. It's, it's, Mario's still got to. He's just been around for like three Donkey to four Kong. decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That first Goomba. For me, you know, it's cool. Like, there's a, there's a lot of things that could have happened behind the scenes. He could have been forced out. Like, hey, we're going to do, we want Mario to talk a lot more and have an actual voice and do. Like, if we're going to make a Mario RPG instead of just one line, he's going to talk a lot more. If that's the direction they go, like, I kind of get it because his voice is awesome in one liners. When everyone was like, "How are you not going to use his voice for the entire movie?" It's like you realize two hours of that, you would go insane. You would go insane. Like, he is awesome. But there's only, like, whoa, I really like it. There's only so much you can do, you know, of that. So if he talks more, and, like, my hope is that he just retired because he's old and gets to live his dream. Because that's the dream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just traveling around the world, being a voice and hanging out with fans that love your work. Like, if I could do that now, if I had a wish, like, I wish I was that. Like, that's the coolest thing ever. But if he was forced out, I'd be Mm -hmm. bummed. But I would also get it. Only if they're going to have Mario talk a lot more. If they forced him out just to have another guy do one-liners, I don't get it. Yeah, and I mean, vocal work is, it's hard to do, hard enough to do, period. I mean, it's got to be hard to maintain that when you're, like, getting into elderly age range. Yeah. Just, like, your voice has to go a little, I mean, just, this. this that's just the march of time. Yeah, I mean, he's been, he's been the Mario voice since SM64. Yeah, he's been for yeah. forever. And I mean, and I don't know. The fact that they're making him an ambassador is really cool. Yeah. Dream yeah. job. And from from my understanding, too, is whenever they used a Mario voice, uh, each game he would come in for new voiceover. Like they did reuse previous VOs you right. know, from like SM64 for Mario Kart or vice versa or anything mm-hmm. like each game was fresh recordings. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So he he did do some he did do work, which is yeah, he did a lot like that. I love Mario in Luigi's Mansion 3. That was my favorite work he did. He was such a jerk, so cocky <laughs> in front of Luigi. 
It was so good. Luigi, let's go! It just flips up the, mm-hmm. the mansion in two seconds, and Luigi has to slowly <laughs> shuffle. Oh, so good. So good. I think my favorite, I mean, video, my favorite video game voiceover just is the announcer from Super Monkey Ball. If I could have that dude announce my life, <laughs> that would be so perfect for like five minutes, but it'd be yeah, a great I was gonna five say, minutes. <laughs> for not five for minutes. long. I'm, I'm speaking of going crazy from hearing someone's voice. Having that like constantly narrated, I might go, go insane. Yeah. <laughs> how how long do you guys think it's gonna be until we get a fully voice acted Mario game? They did it with Zelda. Yeah. Well, but not, but Link is still silent in those games, right? right. No, I'm talking like Mario himself. Mario himself talking lines. Mario like, the movie, the they, game. Right. Yeah, Voiced like they've Chris done Brad. it. They, yeah. they they did it with the movie, right? I mean, I think it's I think it's coming down the pipeline in a, in a video game form in some fashion at this point. I'll say Switch 2. Yeah. It's going to be weird. What's that? Switch 2, we'll Switch see it. Two. Switch 2. I mean, I, I think we'll see it in the next generation. I, 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 I think we will. I, whether it's like an, uh, like an, an RPG sequel of some sort, uh, an RPG game, or I don't know, like some 3D game, I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see full, full voice acting at some point. Uh, do I think it's Chris Pratt? No. I don't think it would be. The future. Uh, I don't know who it will be though. That'd be a cushy job. You know, I was thinking he doesn't the same talk thing. A lot. Be a cushy job. Like <laughs> my my thoughts now going down this rabbit hole, which is interesting, is that we're, we might finally get Mario RPG too. I think Paper Mario's played its course. We're getting the reboot yeah. of one and like a fleshed out, different kind of like more RPG Mario RPG where there's talk like voice acting and stuff would be interesting. That's the dream. Yeah, I love I love Mario RPG. It's one of my favorite all time games. Never played. I can't wait. You're getting Paper Mario, where you attack the bad guys by playing baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Paper Mario Strike Zone coming soon. Ashley, you you never played Mario. You've you've never played Mario RPG, have you, Ashley? No, I'm looking forward to the remake just because I, I would I was hoping for a port of the original before we got anything like a remake, but. Since uh, since mm-hmm. that's not something easily streamable, I don't have a SNES or anything like that. Um, but I'm I I've never played it. I've seen gameplay; it looks awesome, and I will definitely play the remake day one. There's better RPGs nice. out there, but it it was my introduction to RPGs. There's, it it taught yeah. me everything I know there, about RPGs. It, like it every, has a charm. Every so charming, el- yeah, too. every element of it. There's like another RPG that does something better than it. Yeah, it's just it's got it's it's unique in a very charming way, where it's just like I can't help but keep putting it up top. Me, so maybe, maybe I'm alone on an island here, but I loved the first Paper Mario. I treasure that game. I've replayed it so many times. I loved Thousand Year Door, but I feel like people who love Thousand Year Door more usually Thousand Year Door was their first Paper Mario. I had the first one first. And I've that's fair. I've played it so many times. I loved the the first two so, so much. So I think that I will definitely uh, really, really enjoy uh, SMRPG. They're similar. RPG just has weirder and cooler elements. Like the weirdness of Mario RPG is part of its charm because there's very clearly so many Mushroom Kingdom things in there. But then also there's these bad guys that have no place whatsoever. <laughs> it's it's the combination of two universes that I don't think Nintendo has ever been even close to again for how cool, weird, and you never... The secrets in that game 
kind of were the first time where like there could be an Easter egg anywhere. You mean I have to play pick the hand 99 times to get this weird <laughs> item to find a bean to go plant to get that like the secrets in that game are like they don't do secrets well like that anymore. And it kind of like made me think there could be anything in any wall in any video game moving forward. Like, Mario RPG was just so unique and cool at the time. Mm-hmm. And it did a lot of good. Like it like winked at itself. If that's a good way to phrase it, where it kind of yeah. like, poked fun at the genre and like poked the fun at itself a little. Oh yeah. And was like, like we yeah. know what we're doing. It did it did that all the time, but in a in like a really cute, not just like weirdly self-referential way. It was it was really good. The only thing that made me punch the wall mad is that treasure chest you have one chance to get at the very beginning of the game. Yeah. Like, oops, sorry. And you know, it doesn't matter, but oh. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so, uh, again, our phone number for Arcade Parlor for those who may want to send in a voicemail to be discussed is 402 915 We also do have an email address, which is uh, email at arcadeparlorcast.com, which you can send us. If you don't want to leave us a voicemail, you can send us an email there. And we might just read it here on 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 the uh, podcast here. Ashley, I think uh, we had a couple come in. Did you want to read one for us here? Sure. The first one I have here comes from our own tie-dye chef, Dave. It says, hey, y'all, if you could dream up a Mario Maker 3 game for either Switch or on the next Nintendo console, what game styles would you pull from for level making? And how would the game be better with your design? Also, what characters from Nintendo games would be featured in it? Me first, me first. Go for it. <laughs> first of all, I put Peach in there right away. Peach would be a playable character all day long. I never played the first maker, so I didn't get the costumes or any like, of the fun so stuff. So like floaty Peach, like from like SMB2, where Peach kind of like can jump and the- like float or like kind of regular. So that's my next thing I was going to say too, is that if I get to pick other games that get yeah. pulled, I would love to see SMB2 style without it just being a power up in, in SMB1. So if we had SMB2 style levels, wouldn't that be so cool if all the characters could have their original, you know, powers from SMB2, like with the floaty jumping of Luigi and like the actual like kind of like floating through the air with her dress of Peach, like that would be the coolest thing ever. I would love to see that as just its own style of level, have Peach be a playable character in all of them where it's, you know, she's the same in, in, in some of the other uh, styles, but that she still gets to be playable. But the only thing I would say with Mario Maker 3, if I could pick anything in a third Mario Maker, it would be restart from a checkpoint. Restart okay, from I checkpoint, a hundred percent would bring it back from Maker One. I didn't even know that was in Maker One. Uh, but if you could, <laughs> if you could start the level over and restart from checkpoint, I think it would just, it would totally change the game. It was, and like when you'd start a level, you would just do like restart level, and then like sometimes you'd finally get a midway on a level you're grinding, and then like out of habit, you would accidentally hit restart level instead of like start from midway, and you like, no, <laughs> I just got it. And it would just like send you back and like lose your. It was, oh, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. If, if we're if we're talking about characters, uh, th- this would be a pure copium, but uh, I would love to see Donkey Kong brought in. <laughs> it would be weird, but you know what? We just had the Mario movie where he's getting fire flowers. Uh, he's getting power ups and stuff, and I'm like, 
when are they going to bring Mario? Like, I, I was waiting in Mario Wonder for the Donkey Kong announcement at this point. Like, we're seeing him with abilities. We've never seen him get the Fire Flower to my to my knowledge before. So he can acquire these abilities. Like, I was waiting for the Donkey Kong announcement to come into Mario Wonder. I mean, like, this Mar- Donkey Kong is my favorite Nintendo character. Uh, I, I I would love that. He's not going to be a Mario Maker 3 because I, I don't under, I don't know how you'd do that, uh, to be honest, because he's it, 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 the character doesn't really fit overly well into that type of scenario where you have to have something that can account for all the characters having the same movesets but yeah like i i he would be cool i i i thought maybe we would see the announcement of him in mario wonder at this point <laughs> i have i have wow. a real i have a really simple maker request and it's it's one i've wanted since maker one for a long time and it's super simple but it's super fundamental give each of the games their different physics Make new okay. soups like new soup yeah. levels. The new soup physics, SMB one improved SMB one physics because SMB one is garbage physics. We can make those a little like give <laughs> SMB give SMW SMW physics. Give SMB three SMB three physics. Okay, and make each of those levels like you're playing, mm-hmm. like they would be from the game. I like instead that instead of just having the one big physics set that ties them all together. Because like you're not gonna run into like an issue where it was made for this physics set and it's in this, so you can't do it. Cause like you still have to clear check it with those physics, but I would love to have like the different physics. So it actually like feels like you're playing different things instead of like just right. it's a different item available or whatever in the different modes. I've wanted that since right. SM- that was one that was on my dream list for maker two. I didn't get it. Surely it'll be on maker three. <laughs> I remember when I first fired up Maker 1, I had just played a ton of Mario 3, and the first time I flew with the tail, I'm like, this isn't right. This doesn't feel good. What's happening here? And then I had to look it up. I'm like, this, there's no way. And that's when I realized it's all just universal physics, and I, I was super bummed out. Yeah, it's, it's, a, little, it's a little rough. Maybe someday. Mm-hmm. All right, Dave. I love happen. you, Dave. I care about you. I'm not going to answer your question, though, Dave. What I am going to do is tell you exactly what Nintendo is going to give us. We're not going to get Mario Maker 3. When they make the new Switch, they're going to release Mario Maker 2 Deluxe. And all they're going to add to it is the Hammer Brothers suit. But they're also going to take away three things that we like. And that's what we're going to get. Mario Maker 2 Deluxe with Hammer Suit. And then you're going to be like, wait, what happened to all these other features? And then that's Nintendo. Done. There you go, Dave. Yep. Worry, this, is, this is the better version of the game. They're going to give you 13 <laughs> sounds and then never add any more sounds. We'll get a direct a month later that says, oh, sorry, guys, we're actually going to stop updating it forever. Yes. Huge <laughs> update. And we've also stopped two things. Uh, the cape is we'll now gone, see you too. all in a year. Like, <laughs> Instead of updates, they'll be like, here are the things we're removing. Rock suit, gone. We have replaced it with a better coin sound effect. <laughs> they have a big countdown to the end of the game where they've just finally removed all of the <laughs> items and objects. One by one. We're done, clock. We're done here. You're left with only snake blocks. That's it. Yeah. All of the levels every, by the end. Every single level is just a snake block now. Like <laughs> right? belts. We no longer have floors. You have to build every level using snake blocks. Nintendo. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. I can get behind this. Ashley, do we have another email? To we, be read? we did have a lot of emails come through. Thank you guys so much for sending. Um, but we have time for one more today. And I'm going to read one uh, again from our good friend Donald. And this one says, Are you 
a cereal then milk or a milk then cereal kind of person uh but there's a part two to this uh which i i think i'll, I'll let us answer this one and then i'll, I'll read the part two if okay. anyone answers so this cereal. wrong we're just deleting the podcast there's, if anyone puts milk in first I, I was like my my uh my finger is hovering over the disconnect button in discord <laughs> it's it's cereal than milk that's that's the only Always. logical way to do this for all time Punch. i did do a youtube video where i put milk in first just to trigger people but that was you only did. to trigger people <laughs> it, it, yeah that's the only way if you're putting in milk i mean that's serial killer tactics right there i mean i, I don't know how else to say it. that that if you are you need you need to look at yourself and determine are are you Cere are you killing someone today? What are you doing? Cereal density is all different. It's Fruity Pebbles, different density than Cheerios. And you know the exact level of milk that you want. And so you pour the milk in. Once it reaches to that point on the bowl, you know you're good. You can't predict that if you put the cereal in after the milk. That's so true. So now I and pour the milk in and I'm doing grape nuts, super dense cereal. I'm overflowing. This is a disaster <laughs> because I decided to put the milk in first. This is science 101. And this is cereal basic floats. science. Cereal exactly. floats. So when you yes. do that, then you have yep. like half of your cereal that's just like on the top of the milk and it's like never even touched milk. And it's like, well, now you have to mix it up anyway because that's how you poured your bowl. And now you, you wouldn't have to mix it up if you just did it the other way. Why did you bother doing it that way? It's insanity. And also it's about maximizing how much cereal you have in that bowl. Like, I don't know about you guys, but exactly. I get like a bowl that's probably made more for salad. Uh, and I fill that thing. <laughs> There's like this much room from the top. Like it's close to top. And then I put in milk till it's just <laughs> elevated. I'm like, all right, this is a bowl of cereal. Like there's got to be at least like seven servings in there of cereal. And, and that, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. You got to maximize how, mu how many uh, uh, cinnamon toast crunches in there. Got to maximize it. I don't like milk. So I when I eat cereal, I still put it in a bowl and eat it with a spoon like a normal. But uh i don't I, I thought you were about to say water no no i, don't I thought you were anything. about to say water i, I would have been like Listen, no dry, dry cereal no shame in that game no no, no shame but if i had it's to good. it's good if i had to put something in it like a, another like an oat milk or whatever um it would definitely be cereal first this is a cereal first podcast right. uh part two i'm, I'm here. worried now yeah. part part two here also well, let's hear part two also when getting dressed are you a sock sock shoe shoe or a sock shoe sock shoe it's the same no one puts one sock and shoe on individually like no one does that don what kind of questions <laughs> are these me. <laughs> it's, yes it's sock sock uh, shoe I'm, shoe it's, i'm more of a sh shoe sock kind of guy right you put the shoe on first and then the sock yeah yeah like, okay my, my socks don't last very long. Just when put, I brush yeah, my teeth, I floss the top half and brush the top half. Then I stop and floss the bottom half. And they, no, there's oh a common God. sense approach to these things. <laughs> it, it's not even taught to you, Donald. These are things that are not taught. They're in our DNA yeah. that this is how it works. The fact that this question was asked out loud. I have never been angrier at a viewer in my entire life. You know how parents see like red flags in kids when they do something and you're like, I'm a little worried about that child. That's what that that's what would be my reaction if they put on a sock shoe, sock shoe. I'd be like, 
We need to like go talk to somebody about. Is there like a therapist we need to like? We, we need to notify about this behavior. <laughs> Scientists, we need top yeah. minds to figure out what went wrong here because that's that's not okay. The where, where did we technique. go wrong raising him? Is this our fault? That's something I would do to bug my wife on purpose. Like if I know she's watching me and not saying to me, I'd put on a sock, then a shoe, then a sock, then a shoe. Just to be that like that mental terrorist, you know, to keep the relationship, you know, spicy. Yeah, keep it spicy. <laughs> that, that's what will do it. Nothing keeps a relationship spicy like uh, gaslighting. Oh, right. Just, just what is he doing? Why would he do what this? What is going on? <laughs> I've never seen him do that before. Has he always done that? <laughs> right. And I've just never like noticed it your whole life. <laughs> right? It's it's one of my favorite stand-up acts of all time. It's like Chris Rock when you catch your significant other looking at you and they're just disgusted and they're like, you know they're thinking like I could have married Bill. I had a chance and this is the guy I chose. Unbelievable. Look at him. Look at him sit there with his one sock, one shoe technique. This is outrageous. <laughs> I've made a mistake. Oh, my mom was right. <laughs> my mom was right <laughs> uh, again for our listeners our email address is email at arcadeparlorcast.com send us an email there at any time uh, it may be featured on one of our future episodes here uh, that, we're, that's going to end our voicemail and email segment of the podcast here uh, and now we're going to go around uh, as, we're, as we're coming to a close here we are coming in, in on our time we're going to kind of Go around a little bit. We have a little bit of self-promo, some cool stuff happening in each of our channels and stuff, and, and, and as well as other platforms and stuff. And uh, we're going to tell you a little bit about that. Uh, uh, Mr. Mighty Mouse, do you want to go first? Where, where can our viewers find you? I mean, uh, obviously, biggest place is Twitch. Also, I guess, Twitter. We're going to call it. We're going to keep calling it Twitter. <laughs> uh, TikTok, YouTube, the usual suspects. Uh most of the time you can find me on weeknights because I work a full-time job too. So I get off and then I start streaming and like the like six to 10 ish evening kind of range playing nothing but hard Mario almost all the time until I desperately need a break. <laughs> then we go play something else, maybe a nice comfy RPG or something afterwards. But yeah, most of uh, what I do is on Twitch for sure. That's the vast majority of what I'm doing. So awesome. that, and I have uh, like a 12-hour stream on this Friday. I think we found out while we're taping this that we all have like, do we all have birthdays coming up? Is that what it is? No. Just uh, just me and Ponch have like birthdays yeah. this weekend. <laughs> so we were like, I guess we'll do big streams. Why not? So, That's what uh, you gotta do. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta actually celebrate your birthday like a real human being. <laughs> so uh, that'll be exciting. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Ashley, where can we find you? What do you have going on? You can find me at twitch.tv slash Ashley with two E's underscore FL. I'm streaming Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday nights. Also Saturday afternoons. I'm usually streaming as well. Uh, you can find me with the same handle on uh, YouTube or Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it these days. Uh, I put weekly content out on my TikTok is Ashley underscore Florida all spelled out um doing rom hacks these days uh still doing a little bit of super mario maker 2 and thursday nights we do retro sega awesome mike where can we find you all right i am cheese pops on all the all the good stuff um if you can't find me you don't have enough peas in there because the original cheese pops with the normal amount was taken so i added one you'll find me eventually um <laughs> i actually got a big one coming up so 
on the on this Saturday, the 16th, I will be doing my longest stream ever. I don't know how long it will be, but it will be a thousand endless easy levels. So the levels are going to be just beautiful. But because I am not a smart man, I am not a good husband. I am letting Twitch decide the birthday present I'm going to be getting my wife this year, which is coming up at the end of the month. <laughs> so I've wanted a pellet smoker for like my entire life. So you can choose for me to get my wife something I've wanted in a pellet smoker. <laughs> Or um, there's a hot springs near us, a Golden Girls hot springs spa that she has wanted to go to since we've moved out here. So you could be nice to my wife and potentially save my marriage by voting to have me get, take her to where she wants to go. Or you could just be absolute trolls and get her the meats <laughs> in the pellet smoker. And so I swear to you, whatever votes wins, I will do much to... Uh, my own danger and i don't know what else to say it's a dumb decision but we're, if we're locked in we're doing it so this saturday if you can either come help save or ruin my marriage uh hope to, hope to see you there pretty much it and then also down the road look for me and mr mighty mouse to be doing the zell or Mega Man x legacy collection speed race where we beat all of the games definitely gonna happen <laughs> for sure awesome can't wait can't wait uh as for me you can find me twitch.tv slash uh what do we have going on uh the, it, as of recording now yeah this coming friday on the 15th i'm gonna be doing a 12 hour uh in celebration of my birthday we don't share this i don't share the same birthday as mr mighty mouse we're actually one day apart <laughs> uh but i'm celebrating on the on the uh, 15th 12 hour stream gonna be a good time uh, a lot of fun games and we're gonna be queuing up and stuff like that so that's coming up on september 15th the other thing i'll say is and i'll say it again next podcast is october's right around the corner one of the best months on Twitch, in my opinion. I get to see a lot of scary games getting played and stuff like that. So I'm going to be doing a playthrough of Resident Evil 4 Remake. I've not done the remake yet, and I'm super excited about it to see what they've changed and stuff. I've heard a lot of really good things about it. Be playing that and then maybe some other stuff, depending on how long that takes, of course. But that's coming up October favorite month on Twitch, for me at least. I have a lot of fun watching people play spooky games uh action horror everything like that so it's always a good time always a good time uh so that is coming up uh i i think that's it guys this is episode 13 mr mighty mouse thank you for joining us thank this you. was awesome Brum, thank you for having me that was a blast that was good and make make sure if you guys are listening to this follow mr mighty mouse check out the channel have a good time in there as he uh attempts to finalize beating this uh, uh hacker's dreams <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a while <laughs> we all know you like to watch people suffer there, there's a channel you can watch someone suffer for a while <laughs> <laughs> with that said this has been episode 13 thank you to those who tuned in on the live stream hope you had a good time and as well everybody else who's tuning in uh as this releases as uh one last note if you're if you're listening to this on spotify or apple podcasts you know, you have a lot of time in your day. You have a lot of your time in day. Take some time. Give us that five-star rating. Give us that five-star rating. It takes one second. Why not use one of, the, one of those seconds to hit that five-star on there? With that said, adios, everybody. Have a great rest of your week and month. We'll catch you live back here in October. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. Did I say Sia or Sega? What happened there? <laughs> I sounded like a I, Sega commercial. Sega! Uh, Sega! Please put that in the episode. I'm, I'm, st I'm still thinking about that story you told at the beginning. I don't know. I'm still thinking about that story. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>